Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys, the podcast of D&D where we play Dungeon Boys, Dungeons and Dragons, D&D. Anyway, I'll be Keith, your DM. I'm Josh, your orc fighter, Reginald. And I'll be Bryce, playing as Jericho, the lizard man. I am Zenus, playing as Errol Derman, the tabaxi rogue cleric, who, according to the pre-show, better not die or else we're all screwed. So <laughs> that's a lot of pressure on little, little old cat man, orphan cat man's shoulders. But when you're, all, when, when you're the only character with the uh, spiritual EpiPen, you don't want that character to die. <laughs> no, not um, at all. But let's do a brief recap of the whole story. We've been requested by uh, ourselves to do a brief recap of the whole story to get you up to date to this moment because we are heading toward Castle Ravenloft, which will likely be the locale in which the terminus of this story is found. So, <clears throat> the characters were in a, all in a tavern. Uh, happenstance meeting in a tavern. Derman and Jericho were together. Reginald was not with them. They grouped up. They came and sat at a table with a Vistani man who lured them to Barovia, which they have discovered is a land encased in fog from which they cannot escape without either the permission or murder of Strahd von Zarovich, who is seeming to be a vampire lord of this place they're in. They were quickly they were quickly requested by a person in this town of Barovia, just underneath Castle Ravenloft, where Strahd is said to reside, the Devil Strahd, as he's referred to in the land of Barovia. They were enlisted by the brother of one Irina Kolyana to take her to the city of Velaki, where she might be safe from Strahd's uh, constant attacks. It seems that Strahd is obsessed with Irina Kolyana. So the Dungeon Boys accept the quest. And they take Irina Koliana to Velaki, where they learn of a few other things. They agree to help a uh, barmaster there named Erwin Martikov. They agree to help him secure a shipment of wine from the Wizard of Wine's winery. Uh, he needs their help. They go and help him out. In the in that the uh, in the blah, 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 the course of that helping out, what? That really is all that happened between us getting there and us helping them. And it took that a long time. Like that was last week. <laughs> yes. So uh, we just got done with that. It feels like. Oh it no. Really <laughs> uh, so they help the people at the Wizards of Wines. Turns out they are an order who are diametrically opposed to Strahd, called the Order of the Feather, an order of were ravens led by Davian Martikov, uh, and their goal is to stop the Devil Strahd. They enlist the party's help to find two special magical stones that have been stolen by druids mm -hmm. and a witch lady named Babalisaga. Uh, those magical yeah. stones allow them to grow the, grow the grapes that make the wine of the Wizard of Wines. The only thing that keeps Barovians happy in Barovia and keeps them from all committing mass suicide is apparently the joy of a little bit of getting drunk on wine. So it's very important they have their wine. The party helps. Do what? It's good wine. It's magic wine. It's good wine. It really is. Um, I think you just described New Jersey. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I think I'm. I think am I doing all right so far? I'm trying to do it quickly. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, doing great. So the party also goes and finds the stones. They uh, kill a bunch of druids and take a stone from them. They also murder Babala Saga, who in some way is attached to the Devil Strahd and believe in seemingly the Devil Strahd's childhood. Will that mystery be revealed? Who knows? Depends on what they find in the castle. 
Uh, so they do all that. Davian Mardikov pledges his allegiance to the party. He says, if it seems that you are somehow getting close to being able to best the devil Strahd and actually defeat him, Davian will be by your side. He will help you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and so he gives you his allegiance, but not only that, Derman and Jericho accept the curse or the blessing of lycanthropy in the form of becoming were-ravens them- themselves. They received a stat boost as well as the ability to turn into a, a raven once per day. Uh, from there, they return to Velaki, where they speak with Erwin Martikov again. Uh, there's something going on in the city, squ- in the village square. Derman inadvertently murders the mayor. Uh, they have to flee this place. They ended up at a tower of a wizard where they find a circus wagon. <laughs> they go on a quick shopping trip back to town, uh, at which point Erwin Martikov comes to the tower, meets them with Irina Kolyana, who they had once dropped off at Velaki. He says, uh, we got a letter from a priest that says the only possible way to fix the sickness that is coming from her vampire bite is to take her to the village of Kresk's. Kresk. In the village of Kresk, there is a blessed pool that they believed could fix her. Well, inside the blessed pool is more than a remedy. Inside the blessed pool seems to be an ancient lover named Sergei, who calls to her not by the name Irina, but by the name Tatiana. He pulls her into the magical pool, and seemingly, the two of them are content, forever in love as they spin, and fade away from existence. This seems to anger the devil Strahd, who strikes the pool with a bolt of lightning, trying to murder the party as well as destroy the pool. He is successful in destroying the pool's magical powers, uh, and the party is thrown from the pool, injured. After that, the village of Kresk is attacked. A letter is then, after the, t- the attack is quelled by Strahd's, or by the party, Strahd's minions were attacking. After the attack is stopped, a letter is received by the party, inviting them to dine with the devil Strahd in Castle Ravenloft. And the final thing that they saw last week is a thing that I will read to you tonight. Uh, just a second. <laughs> it was an invitation. It was an invitation to dine. And then they, they came to a crossroads, a crossroads that would no doubt take them to the castle. And what they saw was even here in the mountains, the forest and the fog are inescapable. Ahead, the dirt road splits in two, widening toward the east. There you see patches of cobblestone suggesting that the eastern branch was once an important thoroughfare. Parked at the fork in the road, pointed east, is a large black carriage, drawn by two black horses. The horses snort puffs of steamy breath into the chill mountain air. The side door of the carriage swings open silently. And you are free to act. We are up to date. I am returned. Wonderful. So visually, we have just rolled up in our merry little wagon, and now we see this, you know, cool black wagon cart carriage, all black, black horses, whole nine yards, and the door swings wide. Yes. Did anybody get out of it, or is it just open? The door has just swung wide. It seems as though there is nothing inside the carriage. Hmm. Um, fellas, is is that supposed to be our rod? I'm uh, not sure myself. I'm, uh, you know, we've got a perfectly good rod here. I mean, I don't see why we can't just you know, <clears throat> carry ourselves up uh, to the castle in our own uh, getaway vehicle. Well, this is a uh, 
hunter's wagon. So maybe Straw doesn't want us bringing it close. And perhaps the getting away part is something he'd like us to avoid this evening. Too right. Hey, what say, boys? Did we, uh, did we take the new uh, carriage? Yeah, he said we'd be safe on the way there, and I kind of feel like we'd be dead if he wanted us to be, so yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, We're his death. Strong argument. And then uh, how else are we supposed to get inside? So, you know what? All right, let's do it. And I parallel part our <laughs> parallel park our wagon. Nice. Uh, are there any supplies or anything that you would like to take from the wagon before you get into the black carriage? The armor. Yeah. Okay. The wall. That. I, I just imagine the armor is like following me around. Yeah, you activated it, and I don't remember you saying you deactivated it, and you asked it to obey your command, so it is kind of just following you around. Yeah. Oh, um, how many arrows did I make on this trip over here? Um, roll a intelligence roll, I guess. Give me I mean, my, I'm going to say it's a good 150 my, of them. Can you give me my notebooks as well? And you've already read them, you've already made them before, so roll with advantage. Okay, cool. It was a long trip. Uh, sorry, my character sheet's not pulled up. Intelligence plus one, so I got a 13. We'll say you were able to make seven of these arrows. Incredible. Truly. That's what I heard. 37 arrows. Amazing. Yep. That's ama an amazing mishearing by Reginald. <laughs> yeah, while we're packing up and leaving, I don't think we did anything with the chicken. I would like to address the chicken in the wagon. Address it. In the armor. It, it, now, we got to go in here and to uh, hopefully save everyone in the area from this uh, devil stroke. Chicken, I'm, I'm leaving you in charge of the wagon. Now, don't cry. We'll, we'll be back. Nope, nope. You stay here. You're in charge. You're in charge of the wagon. Now, if if we're not back by sunrise, I need you to ride the wagon in and rescue us. Okay. You're a very brave chicken. I know we could count on you. And with confidence, I turn around and step away towards the other carriage. <laughs> the chicken still in its cage looks confident. <laughs> Very confident chicken. I, yeah. I I have no problem leaving, leaving this chicken in charge of things. Right. And I want to reach into the uh, chest that's in there and grab a handful more of the alchemist fires. Okay. I, I use do that as well. The, uh, cool. Arrows. Go ahead and go ahead and take. Uh, you could probably each carry five of those if you'd like. Dope. Well, I've already got. I've already got eight that I was carrying, but I used one. Okay. Can I replenish my one? Yeah, man, restock it. There's a bunch hey. of them in there. Uh, Dermon also do keep track of you. That person's, uh, sorry, the Baron of Kresk, his son died. You cast a skill. You ta you cast a spell 1.5 days ago. It took about a day and a half for you to get all the way back this way. So okay. keep track of that. Sounds good. 
All right, boys, I got one. No, I got two potions of the big old healing, the superior healing, and one just regular healing. That's all I got for the healthiness. Yep. Also, be on notice that you did, of course, receive a long rest. Everything, sh Everyone should be fully stocked getting out of this wagon, like as far as health and spell slots and, you know, all your stuff. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yep. Full rest on the way here. Okay. And we're supposed to be level eight now, right? Correct. Oh, flip a gibbet. I forgot to do a quick old level up. Yeah. Go ahead and do that real quick. While you guys hop in the wagon. So, does everybody have everything they need? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Josh, sure. I've got something to say, so you can level up while I say that. Uh, the three of you hop off the wagon. The chicken remains confident inside the uh, inside the the wagon. The armor follows Dermon, and you all hop into this black carriage. The black carriage has got this, you know, jet black interior. It's all black, almost like riding in a hearse. And after winding through the forest and cracky mountain peaks, the road takes a sudden turn to the east. Well, I think this is where you're making the turn. Excuse me, I belched. <laughs> Dastardly belch. And the startling, awesome presence of Castle Ravenloft towers before you. Um, to give you a brief, those of you in the Awe app, to give you what that looks like. I'm going to do something that I should have been doing the whole time. Uh, but didn't, because... I'm foolish, and I can't find that bloody image. <laughs> Where is it? I got a cap, a picture of Castle Ravenloft. Here it is. But ah, that's what you guys are. Picture this is where you're headed. Uh, those of you who are watching the stream already see the image that the the Dungeon Boys are now seeing. Um, it's not quite nighttime yet, though I don't believe, but it's night is approaching as you're on this journey. <clears throat> Where'd you post it? In the Awe app. Oh, oh, hold on. Not yet. There you go. Enjoy. Yay. Massive. Big stuff. More lightning. Yeah. You guys love that. Uh, the carriage, excuse me, and the startling awesome presence of Castle Ravenloft towers before you. The carriage comes to a dead stop before twin turrets of stone, broken from years of exposure. Beyond these guard towers is the precipice of a 50-foot-wide, fog-filled chasm that disappears into unknown depths. A lower drawbridge of old, shored-up wooden beams, excuse me, a lower drawbridge of old, shored-up wooden beams stretches across the chasm between you and the archway to the courtyard. The chains of the drawbridge creak in the wind, their rust-eaten e rust iron straining under the weight. From atop the high walls, stone gargoyles stare at you out of their hollow eye sockets and grin hideously. A rotting wooden portcullis, green with growth, hangs above the entry tunnel. Beyond this location, the main doors of Ravenloft stand open. A rich, warm light spills from within, flooding the courtyard. Torches flutter sadly in sconces on both sides of the open doors. That's not spooky. Guys, this place looks terrifying. Looks like it might have a little touch of adventure going on. I think I think we could work with this. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll try. I just hope we aren't going into our doom. You might be. Who knows? 
Sorry, I'm erasing this off of the R app since you guys have seen it. Uh, okay, so you guys continue along. Nothing, no, nothing stopping you. Uh, are we leveled up? Everybody good? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yep. I'm working on it. I'm almost there. We we can keep going. Okay. Uh, here we go. So now, thick, cold fog swirls in this courtyard. You're now in the courtyard. You guys have crossed over the drawbridge. You are in, you have passed under the portcullis, and you are now in the courtyard. Thick, cold fog swirls in this courtyard. Sporadic flashes of lightning lance the weeping clouds o uh, overhead as thunder shakes the ground. Through the drizzle, you see torch flames fluttering on each side of the keep's open main doors. Warm light spills out of the entrance, flooding the courtyard. High above the entrance is a round window with shards of broken glass lodged in its iron frame. Nice. The, the uh, carriage now, at this point... Um, I want to as well now throw in another picture for you. I've got a list of maps here that will help you kind of visualize where you are. You guys are now in position K1 in this courtyard, riding up on this carriage. Does K stand for courtyard? It does. <laughs> K-O-R-T. Yard. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Sorry. Foolish me. Of course not, Zenus. Don't you know how to spell? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, so. You are now in area K1. Those of you on the stream can see this as well. But they are in an open courtyard. Podcast listeners will have to imagine. The carriage pulls up in front of the doors of Castle Ravenloft. The door of the carriage swings open. As you look at the open doors of the castle, as the carriage, of course, comes to a halt. Uh, shall we, fellas? Uh, well, gentlemen, this is what we've come here for. I say, uh, I say, let's head on in. Let's do this. Yes, I suppose we should not wait anymore. I'm marching off in that direction. Okay. Same. You guys exit the carriage. The doors of the carriage swing shut, and the carriage uh, goes around you. If you are staring at the to at the uh, at the castle, the carriage goes to your left, and then goes to travel around the left side of the castle, presumably back to where it lives. Um, but on the way in, of course, you see all these open air, all these open squares where you might spy a courtyard or what have you so uh yeah reginald is heading into the heading into the castle Dermon sounds like he is also heading into the castle yes jericho any th yeah, uh i'm going in okay uh i'm gonna be can i make a perception check of course you may just looking for people who may be spying on us or something of that matter okay that is a 17. Uh, you do not see anybody spying on you right now. You don't see anybody creeping on you. As you look around, it seems as though there is no one creeping. Well, that's good. Then I'm going to head on in. Okay. So you guys walk in. Um, that means I'm going to have to give you another image. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I was kind of getting used to this image. Yeah, I like that image, Keith. Right? Okay. 
this image the 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 this image that you're about to see uh we will keep for far longer do do gonna reveal that image to the chat and then I'm going to reveal this image to you oh they get to see it first they do they're just awesome like that all right if you will find k7 on the map it is found left it. of center Waldo. there what? he is right there okay you found him this is where you enter into you are now in k7 the entryway the ornate outer doors of the castle hang open flanked by fluttering torches and iron sconces 20 feet inside the castle is a second set of doors the doors in front of you suddenly oh, excuse me you guys are all you all guys are all standing in k7 Okay. The doors in front of you suddenly swing open, revealing a grand hall filled with the sound of organ music. A s um <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Um overheard in the vaulted entry foyer, four statues of dragons glare down, their eyes flickering in the torchlight. So in so inside the room that you're currently in, there are four dragon statues that are staring down at you. The doors in front of you have just swung open. You can hear organ music coming in from that way, uh, and you can see into the next room, of course. Spooky. I, um, fellas, them, uh, dragons up there, do you think there's anything to be worried about? Uh, I think they're just statues, aren't they? They seem to be. Don't run. No, I'm going to step forward into the room and point a spear up towards one of them. All right. You statue. The statue does not respond. Yeah, it's just a statue. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it might be a statue. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, I got this, fellas. He's a vampire. Vampires, are, they, they probably don't have dragons. Well, you, one, one never knows about such things. Exactly. Well, I haven't fought too many vampires myself. You know. I'm stepping out into the room. Oh, Jesus. Needs okay. Alright, you guys head into room K8. Cobweb. Co cobwebs. <laughs> Y'all see some cobwebs now. I like them. Cobwebs stretch between the columns that support the vaulted ceiling of a great dusty hall dimly lit by sputtering torches and iron sconces. The torches cast odd shadows across the faces of eight stone gargoyles squatting motionlessly on the rim of the domed ceiling. Cracked and faded ceiling frescoes are covered by decay. Double doors of bronze stand closed to the east directly in front of you. To the north, uh, or to your left, a wide staircase climbs into darkness. A lit hallway to the south contains another set of bronze doors through which you hear sad and majestic organ tones. An elf with brown skin and long black hair descends the wide staircase, quiet as a cat. He wears a gray cloak over the black studded leather armor that he's wearing and has a polished scimitar hanging from his belt. My master is expecting you, he says. And where shall we find him? Please do follow me. You are expected guests after all. He walks past you. Uh, directly across the room, he heads into that hallway to your right, 
uh, to the south where the organ music is coming from. Um, and as he, you know, he passes you, you guys are welcome to speak or move or whatever at, at whatever point. If you have further questions, don't let me talk over you. Um, I'm just looking at these two like fellas no, with a mighty shrug. Okay. What was that, Dermon? Well, it seems like we're going to die. First thing, too. I've got a, I've got a pretty queasy feeling about this place, but I don't think leaving's really an option at this point. So, he, ra- and uh, looking between the two, the shrug deepens. Yeah, he whips around when he says you have a queasy feeling. He says, "Do not worry. It is possible that the feast that has been prepared will ease your uneasy stomach." And he turns around. <laughs> he turns around and continues walking that way. They say you're feast. It, it sounded something like that. Can I do a perception check? Like, do I do I smell like some? Yeah, go ahead. here, or is this all just you know? Uh, that's a fourteen. A whole fourteen. You do. You smell scrum diddly umptious foods coming from that room. It smells like a straight up feast is going on, and it's being uh, overtoned by some some organ music. I fairly saw. I think you might might be on something. There might be something good to eat around here. Let's uh, I'll say let's let's at least check it out. You know. Yeah. One one last meal for, for the road. Right. Right. For the road. For the road. The road to the afterlife. <laughs> well, the the afterlife is on the outside of all the fog and mist and stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. Maybe. I'd, I'd be willing to take it at this point. Oh, you know, where's the food at, good sir? And I want to start walking in his direction. Okay. Gotcha. You guys move into that next room down there in area K nine. It's a it's a it's a hallway. Torchlight flutters against the walls of this vaulted hall. To the east, an arched hallway stretches for twenty feet, ending at a spiral staircase that goes up and down. Next to the hallway, a suit of armor, oiled and glistening, stands at attention in a shallow alcove. To the west, large double doors hang slightly open, and steady, bright light escapes through the opening. Swells of organ music come from behind the doors, spilling their melody of power and defeat into the hall. I see that impressive armor. I want to go over and look at it with my eyes. Okay. Um, You go over to the suit of armor, and... Do you want to like roll an investigation check? An investigation? Or yeah. Do you just want to look at it and see? Like you want a whole eight? I got an eight on investigation. I'm gonna say either way. You, to your eye, it seems to be a normal suit of armor. All right. Is our armor following us? Yeah, he's been following you the whole time. Okay, cool. Woo! He's been following Derman. I um, fellas. I think our armor might be better than this uh, castle armor we got here in the corner. I would totally agree. I'm going to back away from it, kind of like headed back in the direction of the uh, the attendant fellow. Okay. And I'm like pointing my spear at it like I'm watching you. Gotcha. Totally <laughs> So the elf that you saw, he uh, turns to he go heads to these doors, which uh, he's about to open. He pulls them open, uh, and he ushers you with his arm folded, all butler like, uh, to you know precede him into this room. I enter. 
Okay. Harris as well. Just we just go go right in, right? Yes. The master is expecting you. Right, right. Now, what, what's what's your name again? My name is Rahadin. Rah Rah Rahadin. Yes, Rahadin. Thank you, Rahadin. Thank you. I give like the most awkward, slightest bow ever. Gotcha. He says. He says, and then go into the room. He says, I am the castle chamberlain. Should you need anything during your stay, please do not hesitate to let me know. And as the three of you walk into the room, he turns and walks back in the direct or towards the staircase uh, across the way from this uh, door, across the hallway that you just came through. Thanks, Rahadin. He doesn't think you. Awkward. Most <laughs> awkward, tiniest bow ever. Gotcha. Like, he, I'm not really sure what to do with this guy. He does not turn uh, to hear any of those things. But when you look into the room, three enormous crystal chandeliers brilliantly illuminate this magnificent chamber. Pillars of stone stand against dull white marble walls, supporting the ceiling. In the center of the room, a long, heavy table is covered with a fine white satin cloth. The table is laden with many delectable foods. Roasted beast basted in a savory sauce, roots and herbs of every taste, and sweet fruits and vegetables. Places are set for each of you with fine, delicate china and silver. At each place is a crystal goblet filled with an amber liquid with a delicate, tantalizing fragrance. At the center of the far west wall, between floor-to-ceiling mirrors, stands a massive organ. Its pipes blare out a thunderous melody that speaks in its tone of greatness and despair. Seated at the organ, facing away from you, a single, caped figure pounds the keys in raptured ecstasy. The figure suddenly stops. And as a deep silence falls over the dining hall, it slowly turns toward you. Welcome to Castle Ravenloft. It has been a long time coming, your visit. And this is 100% Strahd, as far as we can tell. This looks like the Strahd that you have known and loved. Hey, Strahd, it's it's been a while. It could have been longer, but it's it's nice to see you again all the same. Please. Right. right. It, it's good to see you a little bit. Thank you for having us over and for preparing a feast. You are very welcome. Please have a seat here. Dinner is served. I'm kind of hesitating on this one. I sit down and um, the, the, I want to I want to cast uh, detect poison and disease, <laughs> but I'd like to do it as stealthily as possible. Okay, so Just I'll whispering to all the food. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you gonna hurt me? <laughs> Um, give me um, just a second. I need to stand up and shut my door real quick. I feel I, I don't want to disturb the rest of the home. Same thing. Cool. You guys go, go ahead and roll and tell me what you roll like, in a second. I can see your very subtle detect poison and and disease as like you just jab a finger in it and taste it. Like this everything is, on the table, one thing at a time. Just no, yeah. How, how you doing, Strahd? Yep. This is yeah. 
safe, and then you die because you can't taste poison. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I want to lean down towards the uh, towards uh, apologies. Sherman, is it? Uh, what's your take on all this? Is it? Think think it's it's a real face? Um. Before I answer, Keith, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Uh, what am I? Am I just rolling straight up stealth? Yeah, just roll a stealth, and then we'll see whether your spell is concealed from Strahd. Uh, that is an unnatural twenty. Okay, an unnatural twenty. Um. Go ahead and cast a spell. It is it is cast. Okay. Um what does it do? It just tells you you detect whether there's poison in it? Um it says for the duration you can sense the presence and location of poisons, poisonous creatures and diseases within thirty feet of you. You also identify the kind of poison, poisonous creatures, or disease <laughs> in each case. Okay. The spell can penetrate most barriers. By the time you realize that your spell has been effective and you do not detect any poison or poisonous creatures nearby, uh, Srod says, I can assure you, none of the feast I have prepared on your behalf is poisoned. Please, eat and enjoy. That is good to know. And I, I start taking a plate, uh, make, making foods on the plate. And I turn to uh, Reginald and say, You heard the man, it seems fine. Nothing here is poison or diseased, as far as I can tell. With the tiniest little grin, this might be my kind of adventure, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I'm not sitting down, I just, I'm standing there, I'm still hesitant. I just want to reach toward the table and just like snatch something. Okay. Just whatever is closest. Gotcha. He, uh, Strahd says, please, do not stand and eat like an animal. Have a seat. Join me at my table. I have invited you for a meal, after all. It's quite all right. It's, it's a long carriage ride to get here. I just need to stretch my legs a little bit. Reginald. Come on, please Reginald. Sit. We made it this far. Let's, let's humor the man. We need to hear what he's got to say. He invited us here for a reason, no doubt. Very, very good. I want to sit down as far away from Strahd as I can sit down. Okay. Uh, Strahd says, I would like to welcome you to my home, Castle Ravenloft. It is beautiful, no? I mean, I suppose it'll work. Yes, the, uh, the architecture is it, it's not like anything I've ever seen. Yes. It's much older style than I'm used to. But it certainly has a sort of charm to it. Yes, I had it built several hundred years ago for my mother, Queen Ravinovia. But it is a shame. She perished on the way to see it after the completion of its construction. That's, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I can imagine uh, the letdown of not being able to show a, a gift to a loved one. It was quite a disappointment. By that time, I was only left with my brother. I believe the two of you have met. Uh, perhaps briefly, in a, in water form, but I, I believe that's it. 
Yes, Sergey. My brother. I want to lean over towards Dermot. Dermot, is that the, was that the fella in the puddle back there? In, in Kresk? Dermot? Do we have a Dermot? Dermot? Are you there? Okay, then I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean over towards Jericho. <laughs> Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a, a little hiccup in the record. We're gonna find out. Jack, did you feel what was in the puddle back there? Back there, Chris. Uh, so far as I can tell, I, I get the feeling he's about to explain a lot of this stuff. And right. Also, it, the way he's looking at us, I, I think he might be able to hear us as well. You think? Yeah. Okay. He says, "Yes, you have certainly." Going back to a fully like upright seated position, I want to grab like two or three like just like dinner rolls or chicken leg, like anything portable I can't off the table. I'm just grabbing those and I'm just like <laughs> shoving them in my pocket <laughs> up underneath the table. Gotcha. Yes, like, I'm basically I'm trying to 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 pilfer as much food off this table that I can. You're not you, even trying to hide it. He is. He is. Noticing you do that, but it's not letting him stop his train of thought. <laughs> gotcha. He says, yes, you have met my brother. Tell me. Why, as guests in my realm, would you take my beloved and let her be taken away by my brother this way? Now, to be fair, we didn't We didn't take nobody. I mean, I... I I, I was calling for a rope. I was calling for a rope. No rope was produced or used, and, 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 and things happened. And also, we uh, we originally assumed that it was you that took her, considering the uh, the uh, light display you had over the pool. No, it was not me. The lightning was me. It was not I who will spend eternity with my beloved. But it is my wretched brother. You have made a grave error. I brought you here hoping to toy with you. Treat you the same as I have treated others who I brought to my realm. But you have made a grave error and you have made an enemy out of me. I do admit this feast is just another one of my ruses to get you here. Of course, I'm sure you knew this. I imagine that you came in here with the intent on killing me. And I can assure you, if you, you choose to attempt this, I will make it very difficult. But no. Well, let's be clear here. We, our intent is just to get out of this place and get on with our happy little lives. Now, if, it, if, that, if that takes certain turns, you know, I mean... And I'm, I'm visibly taking off my, my pack and I'm just like starting to load things into the pack from the table. Yeah. Hey. You know, it's just, yep, we these, things, these things happen, you see. I mean, if, if it comes to that, then we'll see how the dice roll, you see, so to speak. We can hear you, Zenas. Awesome. I don't know what happened. It's just like, I responded to Josh, but um, I don't know. It just stopped recording. Yeah, well, it didn't stop recording, but it stopped, like, Zencaster won't let me change any settings, and my microphone, neither my computer microphone nor my, my blue mic would work. Hmm. Yeah, we couldn't hear your words, but 
That's all right. Yeah. We keep on rolling. Yep. Yeah. We'll Welcome figure, home. We'll figure it out in the back end. Um, have a turkey leg. Uh, yeah, just pass him one. Yeah. Um, just his bag. Like, put that in there. Put, put that. So the last thing you said was if that's how the dice roll. Uh, so Strahd says, "Oh, there will be some things rolling tonight." Please. Is that a head joke? Are you making a head joke, Strahd? Maybe I am. Maybe I am not. Your confidence, do not worry. It will be eroded before all is said and done. Please, enjoy your meal. I do not lie when I say I wish for you to have an enjoyable meal this evening. I will be seeing you all soon. Perception check. I am sure. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just, I wanted, like, there's silverware and all that kind of fun stuff. I was going to see if I could check to see if it looked like this, like, silver. Okay. That's a good idea. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a seven. Uh, it's a seven. Let's see. I, I don't think it would be tough it to looks... if it was silverware or not, but... No, I, it's, and it's silverware, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know how much you know about real silverware. Yeah, it looks like real silverware to you. It is all wooden. Okay. In, in my, in my, uh food grappling actions. I just want to just casually grab a couple of those and just shove them in the bag with everything else. Okay. You are successful in doing that. Hey. So after the final thing, um, he, after the final thing he last said, he says, and one final thing again, welcome to Castle Ravenloft. And as he says this, the now revealed to be an illusion of Strahd fades from existence at his seat on the organ. Uh, a fierce, bone-chilling wind rises up and roars through the hall, putting out all the open flames. The characters hear the screech of ancient hinges and the solid thud of many heavy doors slamming shut, one after another, into the distance. They also hear the portcullis clang shut and the tired groan of the aged drawbridge pulling up. Finally, unless... Excuse me. They're not being held open, so the doors to this room slam shut as well. You are really? now in the dark. Unless they are being held open. <laughs> <laughs> did, um, did we just win? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so but... yeah. Right. Well, I mean, one needs to ask these kind of questions. Well, that is true, and we thank you for doing it, but I believe we have not quite lost, but... Um... Stepped off the deep end, shall we say. We, we knew we was in for something when we uh, came this way. That's true. Anybody see a way out of here? I roll perception to answer his question. Okay. Zenus, we might need a little more volume out of you, my man. I roll perception to answer his question. There you go. Mm-hmm. You roll perception. Um, what is your perception roll? 24. How, how, is, how is things here? Is this okay. Um, once the Still mic looking. stops once the mic stops moving, give me something to t- say something to me. How is that? That's better. Okay. Gotcha. Um, okay, so you said a 24? Yeah. You give a once over to the room. You have dark vision, correct? Yeah. So you're not impeded by this darkness. Um, no. You 
once give the room a good once over walking around of course you see all the food and the cutlery and all the different things on the table you make your way to the organ uh, and you notice scratch marks on the floor that suggested the organ could possibly be slid could slide outward cool that's a good perception um i i mention it to the boys it it appears that this is a this organ might be able to move. That's that's nice, but we want a way out. Yes. Uh, should we try the door? You can try the door. I can I try the door. I think the wind just blew it shut. I'm gonna go over to that. Do- I'm gonna take a turkey leg and eat it on the way. Okay. I'm gonna go over to that door and check it. <laughs> I love that you guys aren't phased enough by all the horror to <laughs> to not eat. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't think we time for food. <laughs> I don't think we've eaten since we uh, met up with uh, Irvin at his bar. Yeah, that's true. You haven't eaten in a while. Um, I, I ate on my grocery run back to town where I met Bushin Man. Right. Oh, yeah. So uh, Jericho, the doors that you entered this room through, they open when you pushed them open. Yeah, yeah, uh, boys, it's it's unlocked. It, right, right, but it was. Uh, What's behind door number two, so to say? I mean, it might just be the door out of here, or straight to Stroll himself. It, I know that the exit is this way, because this is the entrance that we came through. Right. All right. I'll tell, um, you, tell you what. Hey. Hold the door, and let's let's just check out this organ while we're standing right here. Okay. And I think... Let's have a group huddle real quick. What do we want to do here, boys? Are we trying to kill the Devil Strahd right now, or are we trying to not die? Why not both? Are we all or nothing? Are we Are we doing this? I mean, I I'm need... all for not dying as the number one priority on this adventure. But, I mean, if we just so happen to slay the Vampire Strahd, then, I mean, I, you know, all, all is fair. I'm going to need it in plain words. Do you fellas want to kill Strahd? Okay, you want yeah. to? Okay, you want to? All right, fine. We'll move the piano. It's an organ. It's a, oh, I don't care what it is. It's like, it's like a big breathing piano. It's a clavichord. What? <laughs> I'm walking up to the, the side of it where Dermon was pointing out, like where it looks like it could be moved. And like a whole French loaf, basically. I'm like pointing at it, like, well, now this is it, Roddy. I think we can move. I just want to like wedge that in my mouth, like sideways. And I want to I see if I can just shove this this whole organ sideways. Okay. I'll roll a strength check on that. All right. I'm going to angrily eat my turkey leg while I watch them. While this is happening, next to Dermon, who was fiddling with the organ, the suit of armor that's animated that's following him around is standing there with its hand on its non-existent chin. Like, with a hand on a hip and a hand on a chin. Do you want a turkey leg? I say to But I do. (laughs) The the suit of armor shakes its head no. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Disappointing. So I, I got a 14, but I also count as one size larger when pushing or shoving or carrying heavy things. Gotcha. So I don't know how you want to roll that. Zenith, I still I apologize. I might need it just a tad more. I'm looking at the a volume. I don't want any of our people to, to miss out on hearing I you sultry. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Just as long as you speak, just you know, give say some more words. Give us the good stuff. Some more words. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You sound good okay. to me. All right. Sorry, guys. Sorry for the technical stuff. Seems like ever. Seems like the Devil Strahd wants us to uh, mess up our podcast. Yeah, oh, last yeah. last week was pretty good. Um, technically. So, pushing on the organ does nothing, Reginald. Despite your great strength, pushing on it does nothing. Alright. May I pull on the organ? Oh. Uh, you push and pull. You push and... (laughs) Oh, no! Oh, no! Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Also, yeah, so the, the map that you're looking at, it does reveal... You know some things, so yeah. Obviously, I see an S in there, which I assume stands for secret tunnel. Right, secret tunnel. Where's the? Where do you see the S? Inside the translucent organ. Oh yeah. So just don't act on these things, but it makes life easier. All right. So what else? You 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 you're unable to push the organ. I tried pushing. I'm gonna try pulling. No, you pushed and pulled. He, okay, he, nothing he said happened. You did both. Yeah. Well, it's not. Hang on. I take the bread out of my mouth. It's uh, It's not moving. Demon, you don't need any broad ideas. I roll investigation against the organ. All right, roll it. That is a twenty-five. Okay. So, you try to press on a few keys, you think maybe it's a combination, you're finding out that you don't know how to play the organ, uh, but after stepping on a couple of the pedals at the bottom, when you step on one of them, the organ slides outward from the wall about two feet, allowing access to a secret door in the back wall. Well, there you go. You just have to look with your eyes. Oh, Reginald, by the way, it's really dark, so unless you have dark vision, you're going to have some disadvantage on some things. I do. I totally do. You do have dark vision? Yeah. Oh, okay, He's cool. He's an orc. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, that's it. I remember now. Yeah. My number one trait at the very top is dark vision. Perfect. Good. Okay. Hey, Keith, before I forget again, um, I forget if you said you would give me the stats on that armor or if that was just oh. something you were going to keep. Yeah, I need to give you the stats on the armor. Um, let's see. Let's see about that. Just, you know, well, just a yeah. off chance we have to use him. I think well, there might uh, be an off chance. Investigating the organ. Uh, I want to actually walk over to the, uh, the armor that's following us around. Mm-hmm. And kind of like give it the old knuckle wrap on its uh, chest plate. Is it a? Uh, does it sound hollow? Uh, it does sound hollow. Yeah, it does sound yep. hollow. All right, I want to see if I can like raise the visor up and see if I can like shove a muffin down in there or something. Okay, sure. I'm just packing up everything we got. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> you're making a mule out of. <laughs> I thought you were trying to feed him. <laughs> oh my gosh. We might have us some mobile chest here. We could just we could store all kinds of things in here. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna like open up the visor and like see if I can shove my whole arm down in there. Uh, you're successful in doing that. When you drop a muffin in there, Dina, I dropped the animated armor stat block in the Discord. I'm looking at it. Okay, thank you. Um, you're welcome. 
whenever you drop the muffin down there, you hear it's like echoing down to the bottom and you hear it hit the foot of this armor. And the next time the armor takes a step, you know, the, the muffin swishes around. So the armor, the armor is revealed to be completely hollow. Oh, fellas, he's got hollow legs. We can fill him up with all sort of stuff. Leave my yeah, boy alone. Alchemist fire? And make him give straw to bear? Let's go through the through the organ hole. All right, all right. Just keep in mind, you know, if we run across the, you know, mounds of treasures and riches, it might be uh, worth a shot. Uh, did, Dermon, did you already walk through the uh, secret tunnel? Yes, I did. And I'm going to follow that cat, man. Okay, also, real quickly, this time for an ad break, uh, we'd like to announce our new picture book that's going to come out with this series to, on an audiobook. Uh, the picture book that comes with that is called Into the Organ Hole, a hey. naughty a naughty D&D picture book. <laughs> is it a pop-up book? <laughs> it's, a, it's a pop-out, not a pop-up. Um, uh, so... German would like to eviscerate himself. <laughs> no. All right. So you're Maybe go- just the guys. <laughs> going into the room behind the organ, the castle courtyard is visible through arrow slits in the north and west walls of this room. Leaning against the walls are mirrors of various sizes, some as tall as a human and others small enough to fit in a backpack. Hmm. Is that like a hint hint thing? Hmm? Said, is that like a hint hint thing would that, I was just, I would was that be a good fits in a backpack fits in a backpack I roll perception if it please you sure I got a one uh the the thing you see the most in this room is your reflection that's a handsome cat there Ooh. Reginald is very uninterested in the whole mirror situation like it, these cannot be eaten. And they're fairly fragile. I'm just I'm avoiding them. What I'm gonna roll to remember stuff. Uh, intelligence, intelligence, maybe. Yeah, technically intelligence. Or wisdom. I got a sixteen for intelligence. I want to remember. Have I seen any mirrors in this place until now? You have not. You have seen exactly zero mirrors in this place. And with the roll of sixteen, you will also remember that general one general thing you know about vampires is that they cannot see their reflection. Yeah, or they I do not make a reflection. Have, I guess you wouldn't have much need for these, seeing as there is a undead lord and all that. Yeah, why is that? Uh, vampires can't see their reflection in a in a reflection. Is that true? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, one of the kids at the orphanage told me that it's as true as an orphan believes it is. I guess. Ooh, I like the little backstory time. There we go. Fair enough. All right. So what? What now? What's down? What's down this way? I want to. I want to point down. You said there was like another little hallway or something. I kind of like that mirror. If uh, if if I don't die, I might double back for that one. I mean, he he doesn't want it, obviously. It, right, right. I mean, it it's good craftsmanship. Yeah. Yes. And you so, can always make the armor carry it. That, yeah, that's true. And our, our carriage isn't that far away. Right. If we stay through the night, a chicken, he'll he'll ride up to rescue us. I am not spending the night here. Well, I'm either going to die. <laughs> if we dispatch the current occupants, right? Yeah, maybe. 
All right, uh, let, if, let's get cracking. You think there's a crack? Yeah, that is quite quite the if. No, I don't think there's a cracking. Oh, I didn't see him though. Maybe. All right, Reginald said he wanted to go down that hallway. I'm gonna follow that Reginald. All right, to, that person which way are, you head down the hallway? There's a, you can make a right or a left. Which way are you heading? Whichever way original goes. Um, to your right. right, you see what looks like the inside of a turret post. To the left is a hallway leading towards a staircase. Does the thing on the right appear empty? Uh, a high dome ceiling caps a 30-foot-wide octagonal room. Before you, frescoes faded with age adorn the ceiling, but their images are impossible to make out. Tall, thin arrow slits look out over the courtyard. Yeah. Really, I don't see much in there. No much for us here. Yeah. I think uh, I think I see a staircase at the end of the hall down here. Where? You're down that way? Yeah, and I go down that way. I'm going to follow behind Cherico. I follow. All right, guys. It's time for the DM to come clean here. Maybe this is bad oh. practice. I prepared for every route but this one. <laughs> for tonight because we're doing, I, we're doing great because when I looked over everything to prepare for I didn't realize that this staircase looks like it doesn't head back it, for, originally it looked like it headed back into that K9 hallway doesn't look like that's the case <laughs> so yeah, it appears yeah. to go up and down so boys we might be just having ourselves a good old time together <laughs> let's let's figure out let's figure out really what is in castle Ravenloft. um so you head to the staircase turn the page and go oh holy crap oh, <laughs> no. oh boy all right so um yeah. Go down the stairs right. and find we're in the build The, the long, workshop. hollow sigh of the wind breathes a semblance of life into this otherwise featureless staircase. The stairs lead up and down. So, well, I, are we going to go up or are we going to go down? As a cleric, preferably, I'd like to go up. Sort of the whole thing. Uh, yeah, the the big baddie is usually at the top of the top of the tower, isn't he? Well, wouldn't it make sense that he might be down? I mean, if he's a vampire fella, maybe he's getting away from the sunshine, so to speak. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'll, I'll leave it up to you, Demon. We're divided on this. Go for it. Let's go down then. <clears throat> All right. All right. I know we're not supposed to take cues from the map, but that says up. To map four and down to map eleven. There is at least eleven maps <laughs> described. Oh, not just man. rooms in this castle, but like entire sections of castle. Yeah. <laughs> so we might be here for a hot minute. Let's see. Yeah, probably. You guys, we were currently on map three, so it looks like. Hold on, let's figure out where I we're headed. Like we're in like an abandoned shopping mall kind of thing. Tried to pick up the microphone and drink it. It does look like a beverage. Oh, goodness. I got to try to figure out. All right. K64. Perfect. I see where we're going to be coming out. Right. Um, okay. So, you head down the stairs. This 10-foot-wide arch corridor is cold and moist. The cold seems to emanate from an open archway in the western wall. So you guys come down the stairway, you go straight forward a few feet, the only path beyond that is to turn right to go down a hallway, directly in front of you is a closed door, to your left 
uh, seems to be an area where uh, cold and moistness seems to be emanating from. Hmm. Cold and moistness. Well, do we want the coldness, or do we want the door? Um, Keith, are we going to get an updated map? Or oh, yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, let me drop an updated map on you. Oh, hold on one tick. I just want to, like, take maybe a step or two in the direction of the cold and moist and see if I'd just see if I raise uh, if I find any like hair raising like you know hair on the back of your neck stand up kind of kind of things going on. Is there any creepitudeness coming that way? When you do your what are you you rolling something? I'm just I'm moving a couple steps in the direction of that cold and moist down the way, oh. and I'm just kind of like general perception like what's my vibe coming from this way like am i am i got am i getting the willies the only vibe you get are the coldness and the moistness you don't feel any particular extreme fear or you don't notice any traps or anything like that so ominosity what's up you're the south the southwest of this if you look at the very bottom left of center you'll see k64 okay gotcha yep it took me a while to find it as well (laughs) Um, so to the left is K69, the cold moistness. That's the moistness, baby. Okay, um, well, I say we should go investigate the cold moistness. All right. I don't see why not. I mean, this door is closed, and if this other room is a dead end, then at least we know it's a dead end, and we can move forward. Well, let's, uh, right, right, let's let's just stick together on this, um, I don't think it's a good idea to split up right now. Uh, yeah, let's just check out the cold and, and moist. And I plunge it first in. All right. I roll perception as I follow. All right, you guys walk in there as you're you're making your way down that room towards the end. Sickly yellow lichen covers the ceiling of this cold, damp, ten-foot-wide passage running east and west. Uh Opening off both sides of this passage are 10-foot square alcoves that contain rotting cots, rags, and the skeletal remains of castle guards. A deathly silence fills the hall. I rolled a 23 for perception. Doesn't seem too lively. Um, what you, what you see is kind of, is kind of what you get there. Um, you don't notice anything out of out of the ordinary, except of course this place is cold and full of dead people. Mm. It looks as though it were the could have been the guards' quarters. Did I say that? Yeah. Well, you said it, the castle. Yeah, guards. castle dead castle guards. This could have been, this was the guards' quarters. It seems. Can I um take a gander around to see if there's any armor there? Of course. As you look around, most of the armor is rusty and dilapidated. It seemed Reginald was the was the first one into the room, so he's the first one that makes it here. While you're turning over a few skeletons and things, when J- Reginald makes it to the center of this room, the skeletons rattle alive. Not good. And ten human skeletons come leaping out of their chambers to attack you. It's bad news combat time, everybody. It's bad it news. Like so. Let's see how easy they go down before we decide to... Before we decide to stay here. Right. Why'd they wake up? We could have just let them rest. I mean, never mind. And I'll pull out my shield and my spear. Actually, All right. they're skeletons, right? They're skeletons, yes, sir. 
Yeah. Um. Dang, I lost my mace back at the Baba Lasagna. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I'll go with my great axe on this one. Okay, that sounds good to me. We got Durman, we got Jericho, we've got Reginald. So let's go ahead and get our our oh, com- yeah, combat set up here. You guys go ahead and roll initiative. Um, of course, we're going to have... I know I said earlier I'm doing the shield and spear. I'm just I'm just going to straight up go with the, uh, the great axe. Okay. Uh, it is a 20 not natural. 20 not natural. I got a, a 1. Uh-oh. I got a 27. Dang. Natural. <laughs> natural 27 off the d off the d10 jericho's wielding wielding something strange all right the skeletons the skeletons are alive it looks like a snake has slithered through our map here um youtube viewers will will uh, benefit from this twitch watchers will benefit from this um do what i'm talking to josh i was asking if he wanted to make the uh initiative order on the screen so everybody could see okay oh yeah i've got the keyboard in front of me i, I see what you're talking about gotcha if you want just we're gonna roll one initiative for the skeletons um so to see how they all well i'm gonna roll in groups and skeletons in groups of five so the top the top group of skeletons will be um skeletons one through five the bottom skeletons will be skeletons five uh six through ten okay okay, okay. um so skeletons one through five skeletons six through ten and now i need to know uh your initiative orders Derman got a one jericho got a 27 and then reginald what'd you get you got a 20 unnatural unnatural 20. okay oh yes the enemy that i thought you would be fighting first will now uh Need to be replaced. Now they're skeletons. No need to be really worried. We got kind of Skyrim skeletons on our hand. Uh, uh, Eleven. Okay. No. Like. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So it'll be Jer or Jericho, Reginald, uh, skeletons. One through five. And then it will be skeleton or yeah, skeletons <laughs> six through ten. And then it will be Derman pulling up the rear. Bat and clean up. Nothing he ain't not, nothing he's never done. I feel confident he will handle this with style, just like the rest of you always do. So, Jericho, with that said, it is your turn, my man. Yay! Okay, is it dark in here? It is dark as the midnight light. Excellent. Um, skeletons, they do not have the eye holes. Well, they got just the eye holes. Correct. How do they... Does my thing work on them? 
They, they, yeah, they, they have. Well, what are you invisible to? I am invisible to dark vision. Dark vision. Gosh, if we're going to talk about the biology of a skeleton, he's not using his eyes to see. So there's something magical about that, but that doesn't mean he can see in the dark. So you can be invisible to these skeletons. It'll make life easy for us anyway. Okay. I will approach the one that's uh, kind of directly above and to the right of me on the map. Approach him. So this this is 10 feet wide, by the way. Like our, I guess these squares are actually 5 feet wide, so it's, it's a 15-foot... Um, <clears throat> you're already within 5 feet of the skeleton is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um... I have extra 10 feet of movement speed on my turn. Sure. My first turn in combat. Uh, I'm going to move up to him and attack him. Okay. Uh, that's a 25 to hit. Gotcha. 25 definitely hits. All right. It's going to be impossible for me to move these letters now, so that's irritating, but whatever. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> undo <laughs> i don't know what that is all right yeah anyway go Ew. ahead we'll just try to remember where you're at all right uh so that's a that was a 25 to hit you said yep, that, was hit? that of course hits yep okay so that's a five a one is six plus three is nine plus Eight, oh, should eight, we able to be able to see seven, your layout? Eight. Yes, of course you should, Mark. There you go. Sorry. That's what you should be able to see. Thank you, Mark. Keep me on track. How a mod properly behaves. We love Mark around here. What's the damage What's on that skeleton? 21. 21. You go and you swipe at that skeleton one time, and you come. your sword comes crashing down through his brittle bones, and he rattles to death directly in front of you. A pile of skeletons is now gone. Woohoo! Alright. Um, I'm going to do all I can yeah. do to get rid of them, by the way. Right. <laughs> Hole punch. Going down for the one below me. Alright. Let it rip. That's another 25 to hit. Uh, of course that hits. Alright. That's a uh, nine damage. Nine damage total, or um, yeah, I can go ahead and make my next swing because I have an extra attack. Go ahead. That's a twenty-six to hit. That will hit. That's another six damage. Alright, that skeleton is also destroyed. This time you come back and you you pinpoint his spinal cord, swiping directly under his ribs and just whoosh, his, his bones come crashing to the floor. Skeleton 5 and Skeleton 10 are both dead by Jericho's hand. Yeah. Swing. Swing, swing, swang. That's it for me. Ding-a-ling-dong. Well, Alright. I'm going to reset to where my J actually is on the map. Okay, I love that. Like, the first thing you do, left, right, two skeletons killed. It's Reginald's turn. Alright. I'm, uh, I'm kind of going for that. It's on the map. It's the one just above where I'm at. So okay. I'm swinging for that one. Swing on it. 
Uh, it is a 20, not natural. That will hit. All right. So that's uh, 15 damage with my great axe. Uh, he is destroyed. Your great axe just completely crashes all the skeleton's bones against the wall. A couple of its ribs actually stick into the brittle stone walls. You smacked it so hard. Skeleton number two falls to Reginald's blade. Okay, so two is out. You get the eraser of death. <laughs> Hole punch. And what was that earlier? That was, uh, which ones did we move, move earlier? Five? And ten. And ten. Yeah. Um, it's, it... I don't think they they can see what's going on. I've zoomed in on my screen to the map, so they can't see what you guys are doing. I just noticed. Gotcha. I'm just keeping track of uh, for us. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm zooming across the hallway, and I'm just plant, planting that axe in the one across the way. Get on it. With an 11? Uh, an 11 will not hit. He raises a shield to, to deflect your axe. Boom shakalaka. Axe deflection. Axe deflection. Hmm. Man, I got a shield. I ain't count on that. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna let it ride for now. Okay. You're gonna let it go. Yeah. I'm just gonna let that one ride for now. Sounds good to me, brother. Um. Okay. So, anything else? That's that's it. I'm I'm just moving moving on down with All right. with my life. Skeleton number one is gonna come out into the hallway. Um, let me remember what these things can do. Skeleton number one is going to make his way to you. He's crashing in. All, all these skeletons are, or at least skeleton one, number one's coming to Reginald. Gosh, I really wish I could move those skeletons, <laughs> but I just I can't click on them. Okay, so skeleton. Yeah, can you guys click them? Or is it I got just? You. Oh you yes. Yeah, draw around it. Oh, draw around it. Okay. Draw a box around it and like select it, and then you can like grab it and move it. It won't let me do that. Josh pulled it from off screen. Yeah, you're yeah, pull it from off screen because you're grabbing the actual map. Pull it from off screen. Yeah, there you go. Like over yeah, there? Draw like a real thin box all the way over. You'll be able to get some of them. Okay, gotcha. Alright, so these So now I can click on it from farther away. Alright. Sorry, chat. Uh, You'll have to squint your eyes. Alright. Uh S number five is coming in. Okay, so why, what are we moving? Why are we moving? No Sorry, more. I was, trying, I was trying, to, trying, to lock, trying to lock any place. Cease oh, this, boy! <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, the whole time you guys are in this room, the world is just shifting around you. Um. Anyway, okay, so skeleton number one, he's going to come at you, and he's going to do dastardly, dirty things to you. He's going to make is you, he? or he's going to try to make you hurt. He's going to swing his short sword at you. He rolls an unnatural 20, which I imagine will hit. That meets it. Uh, and he rolls eight damage to you. He comes in and gives you a stab directly Ooh. in the belly. Uh, not getting deep, but definitely cutting your skin a little bit under your armor to get your belly. Ooh, I was using that belly. Skeleton number two comes down to harm Derman. And skeleton number three is coming down to Jericho, who is in the hallway. Uh, skeleton number two swings his short sword at Derman. Rolling a seven to miss. It does miss. <laughs> Good. Uh, and then skeleton number three rolls a fourteen or fifteen to hit Jericho. Oh, um, that might be a meat. Yeah, I got a fifteen armor class. All right, he beats your meat. 
please mr skeleton no he rolls uh three damage to slash at you oh what a baby you're able to deflect his blade but a piece of it comes cuts across your cheek right on the meat you all need tetanus shots no. um skeleton number six and skeleton number seven are going to try to attack reginald skeleton number eight and skeleton number nine are coming for Derman um because they're the closest and so now we got to roll some attacks and more short swords coming at you will an 18 hit for who reginald no negative good sir all right will a 17 hit reginald obviously not no sir all right, so they both swing at you. You're able to raise your shield. Ting, ting. The short swords of skeletons go bouncing off into the, the dark sound of this hallway. Dermot, will a 19 hit? Yes. What about a f- 16? Yes. All right, you're about to take two slashes across your chest and arm. <laughs> One for five damage. The other for Where three damage. Eight know? damage total. Nice. Question for the DM. Yes. Where's our armor buddy? Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. He should have rolled an initiative. I always well, forget for right he's now, there. he's just hanging out in the hallway just waving at us. You, I guess you didn't order him to come with you. You could go You could, You could. could go ahead and order him with a free action if you'd like, Derman. I'm going to order him in. I don't have... Uh... Oh, yeah. Okay. So he, just, he doesn't have any modifiers to dexterity. So... Um, do you want me to roll? Let's just put him right after you for the sake of ease right now. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sorry to interrupt the fast-paced action adventure. I was no, just like, call. wait a minute. Good call. No, yeah, I keep forgetting that he's there. I'm not used to having a pet. All right, he's come. He's in the doorway, waiting for your order. Awesome. Um, so how, so he he just obeys like verbal command. Um, I'll say if you, if you tell him like protect us or attack on our behalf, you know, you can control him and do what the armor would do now that I'll probably draw a relative line. If you say like in protecting us, the armor goes to the wall to find the secret puzzle door to figure out the puzzle, you know, that kind of thing. But I'll let you control him and tell me who he attacks and roll that stuff. The armor acting as God would. Kills Derman to ultimately He is the most in tune with God. <laughs> um, yeah. So I took the damage. Damage been took. Okay. And now it is uh, your turn. Yay! I'm gonna do something I ain't ever did before. All right. I'm gonna use one of my channel divinity options as an action. It's called Turn Undead. Cool. Um, as an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer censoring the undead. Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom saving throw. Lord, please let them all fail. All right, I'm going to roll two. Um, if the creature fails at saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. Turned creatures must spend their turn trying to move away, to move as far away from me as it can. And it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of me. Can't take reactions for its action. It can only dash or try to escape. All right. So within how many feet of you they turn? 30 feet. Okay, that's everybody. Um, so they're going to... Will a 10 beat your thing? No. 
Okay, so they are all these undead are now turned. Good. When hey, it, Keith, what's their CR by chance? What's their what? Their combat, their challenge rating. Um, what does that have to do with anything, just so I know? Um, well, if it's low enough, they will all die now. Okay, they're one-fourth. They'd all die now. Nice. At fifth level, I get a feature called Destroy Undead. When an undead fails at saving throw against my turn, my turn undead feature, the creature is instantly destroyed if its challenge rating is at or below a certain threshold. Nice. Awesome. We are one half. Sweet, dude. So Dermon casts a spell. Give me some visuals. What does the spell look like? Um, Basically, like, I just imagine Dermon, like, pulls up. He's got his, like, um, I don't know if I ever said what it is. It's basically just like a rosary type deal on a, um, on a necklace that he keeps like under his armor. So he's going to like pull that up and kind of like bow his head a little bit and say a prayer into it. And then I imagine whenever he like brings his head back up, he just like kind of shouts with like this deep booming authority. Um, he just says like enough. And then like light flashes and they all die. Nice. All right. So you guys can uh, react to that. All the skeletons are now dead before you after a flash of light. As my eyes adjust back to the dark, to the darkness, Dermot, you've been old out on us. Look maybe, at you. Maybe lead with that one next time. Yeah, that was that was some fine smiting there, my friend. If ever I've seen it, very very priestly murder. If I've ever seen it. Well, I thank you, and I did technically lead with that one. That was the first thing that I did. I see. I see. Yes. That's true. That is, uh, yeah, you're right, right. Most effective, most effective. Uh, but uh, I don't really see much else going on in the room. Uh, don't really see much uh, treasure or enemies. Uh, fellas, you think we move on from here? Um, is there any... I want to search the bodies or just around anywhere because I was looking for armor is why I came in there. Yeah, they don't have anything that you can use. All this crap was like super rusty and mangled. It would be more harmful to, to you to wear than it would be helpful for you to have it. Gross. Um. Yes, I say we move on. There's nothing else here. What's that? Okay, you guys leave the guards' quarters. To your left is a closed door, uh, and to your right is the path back to the staircase where you came from. I'm pointing towards the, the door. Is it this way, right? We came came down the stairs. Yes, I think it's time to open those doors. I'm going to check that door. I'm going to knock on it very gently and then open it slowly. Okay, you open it slowly. So I I feel so silly that I didn't think to read this stuff yet because... Uh, I didn't realize what was going to be happening. Um, but that's my fault because I didn't prepare it properly. I should not mention that anymore. Dark stains cover the floor of this area. Large oak tables, scarred and beaten, lay scattered like toys about the room. Their wood crushed and splintered. Replacing them are furnishings made entirely of human bones. The walls in the 20-foot-high vaulted ceiling are a sickly yellow color, not because of faded or time-worn plaster, but because they are adorned with bones and skulls arranged in a morbidly decorative fashion, giving the room a cathedral-like quality. 
four enormous mounds of bones occupy the corners of this ossuary, and garlands of skulls extend from these mounds to a chandelier of bones that hangs from the ceiling above a long table constructed of bones in the center of the room. Ten chairs made of bones and festooned with decorative skulls surround the table, resting atop which is an ornate bowl-shaped vessel made of yet more bones. The doors to the north and south are sheathed in bone, but the steel-banded double doors in the center of the east wall are not. Above these eastern doors is mounted the skull of a dragon. As I am the only one who has entered the room at this point, I just like was slowly opening the door. I peeked inside and I saw this. I'm going to slowly close the door <laughs> very calmly describe to these two gentlemen exactly what I saw in there. Now, it, it doesn't seem too too homely to me, but uh, there was that dragon skull up there. I mean, adventuring whatnot. Um, uh, should we just barge in, fellas? We came down. We came down to this floor to be on this floor. The only other way is up, and that just mm -hmm. takes us back to where we were. Yeah. I say, right. let's trudge on. All right, trudge we shall. I turn back to the door, and I want to just, you know, foot to the door, kick it right open. All right, you kick it open. Dust shakes from many of the bones above you and around you. The two of the two of you, Jericho and Derman, get an eye full of what's in this room. But beyond the dust floating around, nothing moves. This seems like spookiness for spookiness' sake. Yeah. Right on um, the nose. Kind of a kind of a drama queen, isn't it, Strode? Could be. And you will wonder how much of this might actually be for decoration. You know, might might not all be uh, authentic. Yeah, it could be. Um yeah, I, I don't know what they would make fake bones out of. Who hey, no, knows? Take the dragon skull. I mean, who has a dragon skull just sitting around like that? I mean, it's got to be. I would like to make a survival slash perception check, whichever one you want to call it. All right. Uh, you said there's a lot of dust everywhere. I want to look for footy prints. Does this look like a high traffic area? Okay. Strahd stroll through his bone room on occasion. <laughs> Roll it up. That is an unnatural 20. This looks like an almost na nary ever traffic room. There's not a... The only footprints you're seeing in the dust are your own. I see. Rarely. Rarely made. Strahd may just be light on his feet. Could be. That, would, right. that would mean I'm really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I see at least two doors. There's always kind of freaky things going on in these castles. There might be some doors underneath the piles of bones, but I can't really say that I want to know what's underneath the pile of bones. So I'm with you on that one. Although the dragon skull kind of intrigues me. You said that one's over a door, Keith? Uh, yes, it is over that eastern door. A um, pair of double so doors. The double doors, the one that's straight across. No, a pair of the pair of double doors. Excuse me, the doors to the north and the south are sheathed in bones. So both of the the one you came through and the one above you, uh, the double doors have the dragon head above it. The, the dragon door, it, it speaks to me. I I, I could see that the designers clearly leading somebody on here. I, I I'd like to I'd, I'd like to just take a peek see and see what's over there. All right, I want to do the same thing. Just kind of very. 
gently open that door and just kind of peek around the corner, see what's happening. The double doors? The double doors? Yeah, whichever one the dragon was. So I think that is the double one. You got it. I'm going to read this, and I may have to ask you guys to talk amongst yourselves for just a second while I catch up <laughs> to what might be behind it. This hall stands in deadly silence. Heavy beams support a sagging 10-foot-high ceiling. Fog clings to the floor, obscuring everything that lies less than three feet above it. A giant shadow lurches across the ceiling as a dark figure shuffles purposefully down the corridor towards you. I'm going to gently close that door and very quietly explain to these fellas what I saw in there. Now, I don't know, fellas. It doesn't seem very, very strongy to me. It seems like a lot rather large. You know, something in there. I mean, should we go this way or you will try the other door? I roll stealth to hide myself away and not get eaten alive. Okay. Uh, pointing in the general direction of where Dermon just was. Now, see, this is what I'm talking about here. This is what I'm talking about. Again, we, we picked this door because we were going to go through to see what's on this other side. It's, I mean, just because there's a, an evil monster there doesn't mean it's time to stop. Right. There's certain things we just can't avoid, it would seem. We are in the undead lord of this godforsaken lens castle i feel like monsters are going to be kind of uh, a theme here too right i want to grab my shield and swap the axe for the old blood spear well uh i suppose i'll i'll take the lead on this one jeeps want to fill in or drag my dead corpse away if i happen to get to you know dead yeah that works well just don't leave me here uh, I'm sure something will wake you up and you'll serve Strahd forever. I, I, he probably pays well. He's hmm. rich. You do. You you make a, a good uh, argument there. I don't know about the health health plan or whatnot, but uh, yeah. Uh, look, look, Pence, I'm I'm willing to take point on this one. Just what I'm saying is, if uh. If anything happens to me, don't don't leave me here. Yeah, we we won't leave you behind. If if we all survive, then we will all make it out. If we don't all survive, well, we're here in this together. Right. Um, Big he, smile from Reginald, a nod towards Jericho, and a general direction of where Dermon was. I'm also invisible, so okay. nodding in a lot of directions. I could hear where you went, so. I could hear where your voice was. Gotcha. All right, so everybody's on this side of the door. What are you doing? I'm facing the door, and I'm about to plunge face first. All right, plunge or open? I'm going to open that door, and I'm just going to step inside. All right, you open the door and step inside. If you don't do any, do it particularly loudly, uh, nothing much changes except the creature moving towards you is coming towards you. Okay. Um Spear in hand, I, uh, I'm i just uh, thunk, tapping it on the ground. Shield is ready, and I am just waiting for whatever this is. <laughs> we had a viewer. Gonna... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say we had a viewer. Welcome to the stream, M. Russo. Thank you for hosting the stream. Um, uh, at least once or twice I've been uh, compared to Tom Welling, 
for some reason. <laughs> uh, the guy who apparently played Superman in Smallville. I think that's a ridiculous uh, yeah. claim, but I thank you for that comparison. Thank you. Welcome no, to I the stream. <laughs> Possibly. I can see a possibility in there. Okay. You have the same head as him, and you cut your hair the same way he does now. I'll take that then. Hey, go for it. If anybody compares you to any amount of Superman, just roll with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And hey, <laughs> Tef, by the way. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. What were you guys saying? Um, I'm going to make a stealth roll as well. Uh, Zenus, did you ever mention your stealth roll? 18. Okay, let me check and see if that works. Yes. And to be clear, my goal is I'm just I'm drawing the attention of whatever this is. All right, you're oh you're drawing the attention. Okay, all right. Not so intentionally, but I'm hoping it'll focus on me instead of looking for two invisible creature people. Gotcha. The the two of you are hidden, no? Yeah, I want to hide somewhere kind of close by where I can see through the door a little bit. Okay, if possible. Gotcha. You you conceal yourself in the darkness behind the wall. Can I make a quick perception check? Of course. Uh, that's a 17, so I know that that fails. Because I was looking to see if I could find where Dermon went. Okay, gotcha. You cannot. You cannot. Um, Ooh. Dust? The, he said the bottom three feet of the whole thing is covered in fog. Uh, but y'all are, are still out in the, uh, the other room. You can see no, the dust we both went in, I believe. Zenus, are you in this new room? Or are you? No, I'm looking through the door. Oh, okay. Um, well, either way, I'm gonna go up there uh, by the K66 door. Okay. Gotcha. And would I ready an action at this point, or would I wait for combat? You'd wait for combat. Okay. Well, I just kind of want to be prepared for if this guy gets aggressive as he approaches Reginald, then I'm gonna. Gotcha. Kind of jump. Sadly, just the way the combat works, you'd still have to roll initiative, so there's still a chance you could roll poorly by accident and, like, trip over yourself before you're able to do anything, you know? You'd, I like, can't get a surprise attack in, being uh, completely stealthed. You could attack him first, yeah. But you can't wait until he attacks to get the surprise attack, I don't... Maybe you can. Okay. We'll, we'll just play it like you say, that way, yeah. yeah. But you roll a perception check, so you don't see Dermon where he's hidden, but what you do see is a short a short little creature. He stands about four feet, nine inches tall, but he appears, you know, he's casting a shadow above you because there's a lantern on the ground behind him. What you see uh, is that he looks like, like a almost like a halfling, but the left side of his face is covered with lizard scales. He has the ears of a panther. His left foot looks like a duck's webbed foot, and his arms have patches of black dog fur. And he notices Reginald coming into the room, and he says, Who, who, who goes there? Who, who enters this corridor? That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Reginald, and I've come for the master of the castle. Oh, you've come. The master of this castle is um, Strad von Zarovich. Um, are you invited to be here? Are you an, an are you an intruder? Oh no, we we were invited, and I've actually still got the wadded up paper in my pocket with the invitation. <laughs> I want to 
that out and throw it down on the floor. Okay. He 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 like <laughs> waddles up to it with holding a lantern and he looks down on the floor and he says This seems to be Strahd's handwriting. You seem to truly be a guest here. Tell me, Reginald, do you know where your room is? You really should be in your room at this time of the day into the evening. We were not shown to our accommodations. We uh, we had a, an impromptu dinner. Mm. The master must have been busy. I'm his servant. I will take you there. Follow me. Yes, Nicholas. I'll take you to your room. Very you know my name. What Do you have a name, sir? Yes. My name is Cyrus. Cyrus Bellevue. Cyrus. Very good, Cyrus. I shall follow if you will lead the way. Yes, follow me. <laughs> I step out at a bit of a distance. <laughs> I'm not sure if something's going to fall off of this guy or something. I don't know. Sure. He doesn't smell great. <laughs> He's like a, a hodgepodge of things. I don't know what's Lots happening here. Lots of stinky things. Right. Right. Bug. Yeah, he's a lot of stuff. For sure. Okay, so. Sorry. Derman said. Yeah, Derman said something. What did you say? Yeah, I step out and um, before they start to like walk away too far, I want to call out, were you cursed at some point to be as you are now? Who, Reginald, you told him your name, right? Yeah. Who is this? Is he an intruder or is he with you? Uh, oh, no. I sometimes uh, talk to myself. Actually, you're still invisible, right? Yeah. Yeah, I sometimes uh, talk to myself. I consider myself a bit of a, an amateur um, ventriloquist. Oh, no, I've I've stepped out. Like, I'm in the open. Yeah. Yes, no, Reginald, I see this cat creature behind you. Creature, are you invited to be here as well? Yes, I'm invited to be here as well. Myself, Reginald, and this armor with me. We are here. Mm. Strahd. Very good. And I am a servant of Strahd, and if you are his guest, I must show you to your room. Follow me. Well, wait, will you answer my question? I, I, uh, I do not remember. I am no only to be a servant of Strahd. I want to cast, when he turns around to lead me to my room, I want to cast Remove Curse on him. Okay. Just because. Um, that don't work. I got a spear. <laughs> okay. Uh, Imrusa, that's that's very humorous. Imrusa in the chat describes uh, his, his, his or her uh, old DM in a Dungeons & Dragons game or Dungeon World game that tried to attempt to do voices, but they all sounded like Foghorn Leghorn trying to do a Cockney accent. Finally, he just gave up and made some in-world story that they were all descendant from the Great Chicken Lord. <laughs> Very good. Good improvisation by a DM is, is, is good stuff. I know because I am not the best. Um, okay. You, yeah, I see, you I see them cold balls coming right at you. Now, what you going to do, boy? <laughs> oh, oh, I, I see, I see, I see. What you going to do? <laughs> um, anyway, what... Uh, 
What do you have to roll anything for curse spell? Uh, nope. It just says at your touch, all curses affecting one creature or object end. Okay. Um, nothing changes about his imper- appearance. Dang. Man, if anything, he actually might have gotten uglier. Who knows? Well, this is worth the shot, I suppose. Lead on, little man. I shall follow you to my room. Wait. Uh, yeah, he, he can do that, but I need to do a thing before that thing happens. Uh-oh. Wait, what thing was about to just happen? I apologize. Um, what Dermon was just saying. He's gonna, he said lead on. Okay, gotcha. All right, he begins to lead on. Hang on, that's what I said, wait on. Okay. Uh, I have, uh, I'm the, uh, wild hunt shifter. Yep. I have an ability called mark the scent as a bonus action. I can mark one creature I can see within 10 feet of me and until the next long race, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I have double proficiency to make checks to find the marked creature. Okay. Um, and you always know the location of the creature if it's within 60 feet of you. I'm going to mark, uh, Dermon because I'm going to stay behind as these two are lit on. All right. I like it. Cool. Keep track of the effects of that spell for me, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay, he opens the door um, to area K61. This dusty 10-foot-wide, 30-foot-long corridor has a flat ceiling 10 feet overhead. To the south, a web-filled stairway spirals down into darkness. The north end of the hall ends with a wooden door. Which is where you just came through, excuse me. So we seem to have um, taken a few turns. We were going on a bit of a, um, just trying to get our bearings on this uh, establishment here. Um, seem to have lost our way. Where, where exactly in the castle are we right now? As you're saying that, I need to know Dermon's passive perception score as well as Reginald, please. Ooh, um, 13 for me. Okay. Dermon? How do you calculate the passive perception again? Um, yeah, normally we ask you that. I, I tend to lean on my stat blocks, so um, let's see. Pretty sure it's proficiency, or 8 plus uh, perception, and if you have proficiency, add it. That sounds about like it. Um, that does sound like no. it. <laughs> It's no, it's ten plus wisdom plus proficiency bonus. Okay, so oh, um, sixteen. Sixteen. Well, Dermon, lucky you, buddy. Um, you notice, and the reason I'm doing this is I saw a tweet recently that said, "Treat your characters as if they are shrewd characters. Typically, treat them as such." I'd consider you a rather shrewd character, so I believe that you probably don't have a lot of trust for this castle. The fact that you're in a, a vampire's castle, I decided to give you kind of a passive perception look at some traps. So, you oh, did... Oh, wait, shoot. I'm sorry. My passive perception is not 16. Uh-oh. My passive perception is, in fact... Wait, let me... If it's it. higher, I don't need to hear it. 37. Okay, you don't need to hear it. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, for now, just to keep the ball rolling. Um, 
Dermon, you, you detect a few seams in the floor and in the walls and in the ceiling that suggest that the middle section of this room isn't attached to the rest of the hall. Uh, you discern that this, but also you feel like there's not a whole lot you can do about that. But the, the middle of this room, if you'll look now on the map, you see that T on the floor underneath K61? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you notice that that area of this hallway does not seem to be attached to the rest of the hallway. And Cyrus Bellevue walks onto that platform, and he looks back and he says, Come along, please. I must show you to your room. For I, I reach out to Reginald and say, Stop. I do not think that is the best idea. I do not think we should proceed any further. What do you mean? Oh no, I don't care if you proceed further. I only don't wish to fall into any traps that you may have. And I, I point out the seams to Reggie and and him. With a very, very confused look. I am like intensely looking at these little seams that he's pointing out. And do I need to roll anything to figure out what he's trying to indicate to me? No, he points out the seams and you notice. Cool. My little two watt little intellect light bulb flicks on, and I go, "That was a good catch." It wasn't not a catch. I'm I assure you. I just <laughs> intended to show you to your room. Please follow me. What's the what's this here in the floor? Then it seems rather suspect to me. It's nothing. It's just a um, uh, remodeling that was done you know, a few years ago. Never finished. I'm gonna give. The, I'm gonna give this guy the benefit of the doubt, and I'm gonna give him an inside roll. <laughs> if he's lying, <laughs> if he's lying, he's gonna know exactly the experience of the burgomaster. All right. <laughs> Lightning in the butt. In the butt. Well, that's a 10, so he might actually do it. All right, he's going to roll against you, I guess, to see if you can insight against him. Oh, boy. This might be closer than we thought. Um, What what, what would I roll against you? Charisma. Um, uh, it, would be char it would be charisma. He rolls an 8. You can tell that Cyrus Belfew... Is trying to lie to you. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good that I can tell that. I just straight up say, you're lying. You're lying and I do not like it. No, I promise I'm telling you the truth. He doesn't like it. But you're not, though. You're clearly lying to me. Please, just come. I will show you to your room. I do not trust this man, Reginald. No, I, I don't believe I do either. I, and it is at this point that I turn to the armor and say, protect us. And then I turn back to, uh, what's, I forget his name, I don't know his name, little, little creature. Silas? That, sure. That sounds The right. armor rushes off to file insurance claims for Cy us. Cyrus Bellevue. Sorry, what do you do? I was reading a chat to try to figure out what's going wrong with my uh, mic stand a little bit. Um, 
No, I just I told the armor to protect us, but there's nothing yeah. really specific going on, and I'm not I'm not doing anything offensive toward this man just yet or creature. Okay, man. Yeah, Mart. Let me know if that continues. It shouldn't be. I shouldn't be hitting anything. My my stuff might be hitting the uh, the mic stand a little bit. So for that, I apologize. I tried to pull it away though. Um, let I'm not me hear anything. You not hear anything silly going through there? No, not really. You guys? No. Okay. Emrusa, you can send instructions for a Lego dice tower I designed. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Um. Right. Yeah, send that to us for sure. So, armor's going to protect you. Anything? Did I miss anything else? Not really. Okay, but Cyrus Bellevue, he's beckoning. He's beckoning you to join him. You must come this way. We must take you to your to your to your room. I want to use my seldom used skill. I have proficiency in intimidation. And okay. spirit hand, I'm. Pointing it like you know straight at his at his chest, giving it a few hearty shakes. Now, why are you trying to deceive us? We we want to get out of here. You said you would take us to our accommodations. Why are you leading us this way? You can clearly see there's a trap in the floor right here. You can see it's it's just very flimsy looking. It's like you're not even trying. Um, he, he, you need a roll, 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 roll intimidation for me. All right. He is not intimidated since the great periwimple. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That periwimple. is a 19 plus two, but because of my, my fighter's ability, the 19 actually has the critical. Isn't that just for, uh, combat? Uh, you shouldn't need permission to post a link in Rusa. I'm checking, I'm checking, I'm checking. If you can't do it in chat, whisper it to me. Or if you want to join the Discord, go ahead and do that and post it there. There's a Dungeon Boys channel. Ah, oh, Bryce is totally right on that one. A weapon attack gets critical on a 19 or 20. So, yeah, it was just a straight up 21 then. Yeah, no, he's still he's still uh, definitely intimidated. He says, please, oh, do not hurt. Do not hurt me. <clears throat> I do not wish to. I just do not wish to harm you, I... Only wish to lead you into this elevator trap. Yeah, but we don't want to go into the trap, so we're going to just excuse ourselves. And I want to tie like back into the room we just left. Okay. I follow. All right, Cyrus Bellevue comes after you. He comes through the door, and as he comes through the door, he reaches out and he tries. He grabs at your elbow. Um, Reginald, he says, No, you must go to your room. You must follow me to your room. It is the way I must serve Master Strahd. I want to see if I can knock his little happy self out. Okay. Let's see. I don't do many unarmed strikes. The armor is also poised to protect. Oh, that is true. I forgot about that. That's true. You know what? That's going to be more fun. Roll initiative. <laughs> you yeah. you did set it to protect. The armor is not so nuanced that it knows what's protecting and what's not. Um, That's a nine. Smart move. All right. I guess I can't use my d20 as a bookmark if I need to roll initiative, huh? 
You are correct, sir. Oh, Mark, my uh, I have an audio splitter that bounces kind of off my off my PC a little bit. I'll try to keep that from happening quite so much. Oh man, Cyrus with a nat twenty. <laughs> Good for him. All right, so Cyrus with a nat twenty, Reginald. Derman, Jericho, and the armor. What we got? I got a nine. Okay. I got the fifteen. Okay. I got a fourteen, and the armor got a thirteen. Okay. So it'll be Cyrus, Jericho, Derman, armor, Reggie. Cyrus does not look particularly beefy, but you never know what the young fellow is hiding. Um, let's go ahead and zoom in real quick, and we'll just tell you that the action is happening in K62. Everybody's kind of grouped right in there. Jericho, you are still invisible. I don't think this is going to last long enough to need to draw it out. I... Um, but it could. Who knows? So Cyrus is going to go first, and all he's going to do is try to grapple you. He's going to try to pull you in a direction. So let's roll a strength contest real quick. Or he's got to roll to hit first, and then a strength contest. I think. All right, against who? Against you, Reginald. Okay. Um. So he rolls a strength check. He is not going to hit. So he's going to try to reach and grab onto your elbow, and he's just you know kind of be he's he's just grasping at you, but really to no avail. Gotcha. Some of that gravy off the table earlier. That's what it was. That's right. Uh, Jericho, it's now your turn, buddy boy. Cool. Um, I guess I'm going to move up at him. And oh. Use my, uh, Go ahead. Uh, that O sounds in, in urgent. Go for no, it. It, was, it, was, it was Mark in the chat. He said that my dice rolls sound different today. The dice rolls sound different from last time because... This is the first time that the mic is actually attached to the desk that I'm rolling on. So, do it. if it sounds good, let me know. If it sounds bad, I'll move them. <laughs> um, it is dark, right? I still it's absolutely it. very dark. Good. All right, then that's an unnatural twenty to hit. Okay. So I, I approach him and get ready to hit. Okay, so you're going to protect Re Reginald as well. An unnatural twenty will hit. Okay. Um That's a three. That's six. So that's nine plus four is thirteen plus four is seventeen damage on the first hit. That's pretty cool, Emrusa. Seventeen damage you say? Yes sir. Seventeen damage on the boy. Uh, oh, he has been harmed, but he is not dead. You slash at him, and he says, No, please, I only must bring you to your room. I'm going to hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> he also says, What is that? What is giving me? That is your own conscience. <laughs> Mental damage. <laughs> um, Stop hitting thyself. 
That is a 22 to hit. All right, a 22 to hit. You successfully hit. Cool. That is six damage. All right. You do six damage to him. You slash him once on the arm, and his arm... He pulls his arm off of Reginald, and you slash him again uh, on on one of his legs, but he is injured. Um, and, you know, he says... He, he backs away from... Well, he's not backing away. He doesn't have his turn yet, but he says, mm, I just... I just want to serve the strand. It's now Durbin's turn. It's not Durbin's turn. Oh, it's still oh, it's still your turn. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got another extra attack. Oh, that's some good attack. Yeah, uh, I get sorry. I get a bonus attack on my first round of combat. Oh yeah, and it does an extra D8 of damage. Then I have my regular attack and an extra attack from my class. Gotcha. That's a seventeen to hit. Um, yeah, that'll hit. Cool. That's seven damage. Your last slash goes directly through Cyrus's Bellevue's Cyrus Bellevue's heart. The life ends his body. The life leaves his body as he cries out one last time. Oh, I only wish to <laughs> He's dead. I figured. Well, that was actually kind of sad in a way. Yeah, he didn't seem quite uh, good at what he was doing. It was his whole purpose just to lead us into a trap? I kind of want to see what it does. Oh, oh. Well, we can throw his new on Yeah, you want to chuck him on the elevator? Yeah, let's. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want to like start dragging him that direction. <laughs> Real quickly, while you're dragging him, one thing that you do notice, you notice that he uh, is wearing a loop of twine around his neck, and hanging from that is an iron key and a decorative wooden pendant that is fitted with a varnished human eyeball. Gross. Yeah, I don't any of that stuff's important. Let's just toss him. I <laughs> <laughs> I I I got it, fellas. I I want to take like a little bit of cloth off or something like that. Just I don't want to touch this thing. I want to like just grab it and just yank it off. Okay. I'm just shoving it in a random pocket. Gotcha. Dermon, you want to check him for other goodies? Uh, I suppose I can. Uh oh. Um, I rolled. I'm not to, I rolled to investigate his corpse. All right. twenty-five. That stuff is what you would have found if you investigated him yourself. He doesn't have anything else special on him but a lantern that he was carrying around. Dagum. Two bison-sized sweetbreads. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to talk about his testicles. <laughs> Boy, sweetbread. Uh, boy That's exactly was exactly what he calls him. <laughs> boy was packing some heat down there. <laughs> mm. All right. Into wonder you had trouble getting around the the Vader. All right, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna unceremoniously Plop. drag old Cy over there and just just yeah, just unceremoniously plop him onto the thing. All right, you unceremoniously plop him onto the thing. You can see that a pressure plate in the floor uh, is 
moved, but it doesn't seem that the trap is pr- triggered. I want to take the end of my spear and just push down on it a little bit. A little I bit? Ready to catch him yeah, like I'm just, I'm just like gradually down. increasing the old pressure till I'm like all, all but leaning on it. All right, all but leaning on it is enough. Interesting that you uh, made this choice. Good on you. So, let me tell you what occurs. The elevator lifts and reveals <laughs> a giant behemoth. <laughs> uh, at the moment that you trigger the trap and putting enough weight on it, two steel portcullises drop from the ceiling at lightning speed to seal off the compartment around the elevator. So, it's a real shame, Reginald. You know what? Roll a dexterity save for me. Is he about to lose his hand? I like that hand. Oh my gosh. Finally. It is... (laughs) It is a... Hang on one second. They had a really weird relationship. Uh, I'm not unhappy about this. His hand? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Markle Champion... What's my proficiency score? Hang on. Proficiency is three. Is that round it up or round it down? Well, where are we rounding? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have, uh, under champion, I have remarkable athlete. It's a seventh level thing. Mm. Um, add half your proficiency bonus rounded up. So uh, three, that'd oh, okay. be two. Yeah, gotcha. So I add two to a strength, dex, or constitution check you make that doesn't already use your proficiency. So. I'm I'm proficient already in strength and constitution, so I would add it to dex. Okay. So I don't do a lot of dexterity, so that's a thirteen plus two is fifteen. The portcullis is too fast for you to remove your spear. Your blood spear Aww. that you got from a while ago is snapped in half, and the magical properties of it in the destruction of the bl- of the spear leave it. This magical Aww. weapon with a and a puff of a bright flash and a puff of smoke is now just its components lying on the ground or at least the front half or whichever half you were holding you still have uh, but the other half was snapped off inside this compartment that came down I was pushing with the butt ends I think I probably still have like the front half of it Yeah, you no longer have the reach component of the spear as well as without having like two handles to hold on to it wouldn't be very, you know, effective as a weapon anymore. It'd be kind of more like a butter knife on a stick at this point. A short stick. Oh. As I recall, that was gifted to me by a god from under a rock a while back. That was my reach poker. And, uh, well... I, that's all the words I got for it. It was a good poker, uh, but I, I I am glad to hold to have old Lefty and Roddy still here, you know, holding up both hands. Uh, fellas, I, I I don't know if we should go this way. I think it's a fairly effective. Wait, trap. just a second. Stay here. You don't have quite a time to mention that yet, because as the portcullises smash wow. down and smash your spear, it looks as though this was an elevator trap. The mechanisms come down, and then the box in front of you goes rocketing up into the... You're inside of a tower right now, at the bottom of one. The 
the this compartment that is just closed off goes rocketing up seemingly all the way up to the top of the tower um you know shooting out of your sight to the sound of whirring gears and rattling chains chains you can also hear a faint on its way up that gets quieter and quieter Anybody want to take a guess at what just happened there? No, not at all. Let's leave. Also, real hey. quick, is everybody standing in the square where K61 is, or is anybody standing in that other square? I think we're all K61. I'm okay. not. I was at the door because I was watching them drag the thing oh, through. That's true. I was I was close to him because I didn't want him to like fall right. if it went down. Gotcha. So oh, as... As you hear the elevator um, all but crash into the top of this tower, to your left, a giant granite counterweight comes slamming into that open section to your left with a loud thud, sending dust everywhere. It could have crushed you straight up to death. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing. I saw that. Right. 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 I just I, I want to turn straight to Dermot now. I'm 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 suddenly much more appreciative that you found that trap earlier. I put my hand on his shoulder. Yes, as am I. Let's yes. see. And I turn around and walk away. <laughs> Reginald, um, I've got an extra one of these. Uh, I've been tending to use my crossbow rather than two of these lately. Mm-hmm. I'm going uh, hand him one of my short swords. Woo. It's a D6. Okay. I think it's strength or dexterity based. All right. Well, I'm going to take that short sword and I'm going to deftly do a couple of maneuvers with it. Swish, swash. Cling, cling. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, guys. Oh, hey, thank you. Wait, now you you just been holding on to this for a bit. Yeah, I, I used to use both of them, but it just uh, the more things I didn't want to touch showed up, and uh, they needed killing. I, I like to kill them from a distance. So I used the crossbows. Hey, much obliged. If we get out of here alive, I'll I'll get it back to you. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. And I want to take the the head of the spear, and I want to just like. Just like shove it down in my pack or whatever. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I don't want to chuck that. I just want to hang on to it. Sure. Sounds good to me. Hey fellas, uh, anybody see another way out of here? All right. So the uh, staircase coming off of K eighteen that is not visible to us, correct? Correct. That is not visible to you. Okay, that does not come into this room. No. Now you can uh, see why I was confused earlier. Oh. Yeah. I just don't even know why that's there, because it doesn't show what does lead into it or out of it. I guess if you're like playing as a Hulk character and you like smash through a wall or something, they're like, well, you appear here. <laughs> if you're in this particular part of the stairs, you're now on level four. That's very odd that it points it out like right there. Like, Yeah. yeah. It's kind of in the way. But anyway, Cyrus Bellevue lies dead on the floor. Jericho is no longer invisible you know, or whatever, like, using his skill. You guys are, of course, out of combat. Ahead of you is a little indention where Elevator used to be, and you guys are in K-61. 
I uh, am going to leave that room and look at the other three doors in this area. All right. So you move across the hall to the door directly to the left of the door you came out of originally. This 20-foot square room is filled wall-to-wall with clutter. A long, sagging bed sits to one side under a huge, faded tapestry that depicts Castle Ravenloft. Dusty lanterns sit in various places, and bright curtains are draped haphazardly about the room. Thousands of pieces of junk cover the floor. Broken swords, crumpled shields, and helmets lie in piles all about. Anything not broken and or crumpled. Also, I think that all DMs should just start reading things out like they're on the prices, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all I can do. Cyrus Belfew took <laughs> a room. It's 20 feet wide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell them what they've won, Rich. Right? Um, <laughs> anyway. Yes. Uh, when you look in there, you cannot spy anything of value. Okay. Cool. I'm going to go to the next door, then. I'm following behind, like one step behind. One step behind. You're going to the next one, you said? Yep. Okay. I'm still weary from the trap. All right. The next room uh, is... Uh, A horrible odor of decay fills this steaming hot room. A huge pot bubbles over a blazing fire pit in the center of the room. (laughs) Sorry. A horrible odor of decay fills this steaming hot room. A huge pot of bubbles over a blazing fire pit in the center of the room. It's green. Muddy contents churning. The far wall is lined with pegs, hanging from which are numerous large cooking implements, some of which could be easily double as implements of torture. Well, this is something I'd rather not seen, but, you know, you see what you see and you move on. Such is life. And I'll leave that room, too. (laughs) (laughs) Backing out slowly. Anything good in that one, boys? No. Nothing good at all. Like a stinking pot of something. That's, That's disgusting. Um... We've got the non-dragon door at the other room, and we've got a staircase leading up, but we just came down not long ago, so... Right. Up to you, boys. I want to continue down just to squeeze farther. It looks like there's a thing at the end of the room where it kind of opens out in, I guess it's K-63. Yep, gotcha. Uh... At that K-61 area, I should have mentioned there was that spiral staircase across from you. I didn't know if I mentioned that. didn't know if you saw it. But you I did mention it. Okay. There was... The initial thing, like before they even uh, looked to see if he was lying. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. he was headed towards the spiral staircase. Perfect. All right. Headed to Sixtus Trace. Uh, attached frames of st- or arch frames of stone form a low, wet ceiling over this wine cellar. Great casks line the walls. Their, br- their bands... Uh, rusting and their contents long since spilled onto the floor. A few hungry rats make their home here, but upon your sudden arrival, they retreat to the shadows. Can I either perception or investigate? Is, are these some of the barrels from the Wizard of Wine? Sure. Hmm. What, which one would that be? Investigation or perception? Um, just looking to find the label, probably. Yeah, yeah. Just, just roll perception for me. Okay. Uh, 13. 13. 
Um, so I'll tell you what you see. There are casks to the north, there are casks to the east, and there are casks to the south. The northern cast, those three at the top, at the to your left, all three of these casts are rotted and empty. The wine's name is Champagne, Champagne de l'Estampe. The eastern casts, there are five of these along the eastern wall. Five of these casts are rotted and empty. The the wine name burned on each on each is Red Dragon Crush. Lining the interior of the sixth one is a patch of yellow mold. Excuse me, there were six of them. Uh, is a patch of yellow mold. Uh, a character who in blah blah blah. Sorry. Anyway, that's what you see. And then, sorry, the southern casks, the ones on the bottom of the room, the to the right. Two of these casks are rotted and empty. The wine named, uh, the wine name burned on each is purple grape marsh number three. The middle one is home to a purplish black. Damn it! I'm reading the wrong thing. A purplish black substance. It looks like. But it doesn't look open. It looks like maybe there's a little bit dripping out the bottom. Okay. Hey, fellas, some of this uh, looks like the uh, Wizard of Wine stuff. They got the champagne de stump over here, and the, the other ones over there, looks like. Uh, yeah. Good to see something familiar. Uh, is any of it still good? It doesn't um, look like it. Sorry. So, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just not all the way over there. Gotcha. I want to, like, I'm one of them's, like, him. leaking or something. Can I, like, touch it? Um, yes. I'm going to touch it just a little bit. Okay, roll a nature check. Nature check. It's a 14 plus nothing. A 14 plus nothing. You have been an adventurer for a while. You have encountered maybe one or two black puddings before. Yeah, Nasty, wanna. juicy boys. This feels a lot like the leavings of a black pudding. You are alarmed at the fact that possibly one could be lurking in one of these barrels. I am alarmed. I don't think it's any good, fellas. In fact, it may be just better move on. I think this might be one of them puddings of some, some sort. A, a pudding? Yeah, what did the, the black pudding do? We, we come across it before, I think. It's a nasty little little bugger. Right. I, don't, I don't think any of us know what a black pudding is. Oh, it's a, it's a, like a a gelatinous cube, kind of like that type of enemy. It's like right. you you fought one in the original time we ever played D anD D. You fought a black yeah. pudding, but it's essentially um, just. <laughs> Mark says black pudding is food. Uh, it is essentially like a sentient try to kill you batch of black toxic pudding. I don't know any other way to describe it besides kind of like a gelatinous cube, but without the cube shape. Original, then you should probably uh, come this way and not disturb it. I'm like backing out of the room and just kind of like wiping the old hands on the trousers. Um. All right. Well, that's two rooms filled with disgusting goop. Right. Uh 
up the stairs or out the other door? Well, I mean, the stairs is right here. It'd be a shame not to take a peek. Dermot, what, what, what's he think? Uh, either way, seems fine to me. Doesn't really much matter. I mean, um, I say the stairs. Why not? Uh, we just came down some stairs not all that long ago before we fought the skeletons. They probably just lead back up to the floor we just came from. It could be different location, of course, but all right. Let's see. Well, let's check down a bit farther, see if there's anything uh, past the bony room back there with all the dust. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just spitballing here, Dermon. What do you want? Well, you do bring up a good point. That might just take us back up to the front entrance. Um, I was actually rather curious about what was behind that other door. I wouldn't mind a peek there. All right, come on, boys. Which door you got? Uh, the one that leads to K seventy. Yeah, that's what we were thinking too. Okay, it's uh, oh, it sounds good. Hey, Dermot, why don't you uh, why don't you lead the way on this one? I lost me a poking stick. All right, that seems fair. I'm a stealth again on the way. So, guys, did you guys pick up that key and eyeball thing? Yeah, it's uh, shoved unceremoniously in my pocket. Okay, just making sure. And you're headed back to Area 67, headed to the other door in that room? Yeah. You're headed back to the bone room? All right, you guys walk down the hall and enter into the bone room. Uh, Bryce, what was your stealth roll? Uh, 20, not natural. Okay, yeah, you guys are moving through the dark. The bone room remains undisturbed. But one thing you do have to step over on the way there is Cyrus Bellevue's body. No, no. We tossed him in the trap. Oh, yeah, you did. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, you tossed him in the trap. Out of sight, out of mind. My bad, boys. <laughs> all right. Had a little moment. I'm okay. Um, all right. So when we pass, after we're all out of the door, coming back from the K62 and the K67, all right. Um, the dust is still all over the floor and everything, right? Correct. All right, I'm closing those doors, and I just want to either take the end of my yeah, I won't take the end of my spear. Just put like a a little mark on that door. Okay, you have marked like, the door. Yep, that's a nope door. Gotcha. Okay, that's that's all I want to do there before we move on. Cool. Um, I want to go up to the door at K seventy, and I want to like roll perception and peek through the uh little 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 uh keyhole if there is one okay um roll perception to see how much you can get through a keyhole um that is 25 yeah you're good at that your pup your your eyeball deforms and goes through the keyhole like a cartoon Uh, Just kidding. This 30-foot square room is in shambles. Scattered furniture lies in heaps near the walls. Broken bones lie scattered amid crumpled and crushed plate armor. Shields and swords jut from the walls as if driven into them by some tremendous force. Two doors stand opposite one another in the center of the north wall and the south wall. A dark archway leads out through the east wall. I relay the information to the boys. Cool. I'm just I'm I'm looking in Dermon's direction. Hey, 
just pointing towards the door and just shrugging like you're you're there at the door it's it's your call i mean um just for help Dermon, you were looking for armor earlier there are some i did mention the shields on the wall and stuff in there we bust down that door um i am going to open the door all right you open the door and unceremoniously nothing changes Cool. Um, I like it when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. I'm just gonna be looking around. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the right. All right. This dark passage runs for twenty feet, connecting an archway to the west with an ascending stone staircase to the east. Oh, I see that now. <laughs> to, to, uh, what? <laughs> a stair who? To the north and south are four ten-foot square alcoves cluttered with rotting cots and dirty rags. The ceilings here are covered with yellow lichen. Hmm. So special. Um, also, um, recall I am stealthed, so any, like, silences that you think should be filled with the beautiful timber of Jericho's voice is, he's just stealthing. I understand. And I'm just checking out the armaments and things like that that's around. Um, I don't recall if you said there was armor or just shields or things like that. Um, I have chain mail. I'm just looking to see if there's anything better. Okay. Um, yeah, nothing better than that. You're you're decked out better than these guys are now. But okay. The armor, like I said, is mostly rusty and rotting, but the, the shields on the wall do seem to, to be a little more well-preserved. Okay. I just want to, like, admire the shields, just kind of appraising them. Just Sure. Yeah. They yeah. look nice. Yeah, Looks like something good. horrible happened to the people in here. Right. But, right. yeah, the shields look the nice. Shields look good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way the light catches them. Well, the way the, the non-light catches them. Yeah. Right. The way the dark catches them. Girl, you look beautiful the way the darkness reflects off your eyes. <laughs> is that wow? Is that a is that a doorway that we see uh like uh, opposite from the door we came yes, into this room? There is a door up a, there. Yes, indeedly. Okay, I didn't know if it was a doorway or just like an opening, so. Um I want to just like peeky pie my little head up in there. Okay. <laughs> the shadow I just love that I'm reading the description of these rooms before you look in them. <laughs> oh boy. The shadowy That's why room I'm just gonna peek at it. The shadowy room is in perfect order. Hold up. Nice. Yep. There's gotta be something more menacing than that. Come on. Uh there is. The shadowy oh. room is in perfect order. A great table stands here with its chair, inkwell, and quill set carefully in place. Lances, swords, and shields that bear the Barovian crest are hung neatly on the dark oak paneled walls. Sitting in the chair on the other side of the desk is Rahadan, the elf that you saw earlier. And he says Reginald, yes. have you found your way down here alone? Well, no. Ah, your friends are with you. I thought I heard a commotion outside. Well, my friend Dermon is here. More the companion Jericho. I'm not 
sure where he's gone off to. You hadn't perhaps seen him around, have you? Who was that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I just said that uh, um, Jericho was nowhere to be found. We got separated. He said, we got no, separated. He said who is that? Oh, I thought you were like as a DM. No, like, I, I really did. I really didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Oh, I yeah. thought I thought you said who was that? <laughs> no, like, he doesn't even remember me. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Who's uh, that guy? Okay. <laughs> was he the one with all the hair? Yeah, that's probably him. Um, now we seem to have got separated. You don't perhaps know where uh, where he might have gone to, do you? I haven't seen him around here. Ah, no, I have not seen him around here. Uh, Reginald, please, do come inside. I wish to speak with no, you for a moment. It. We got we got, we got to look for our, our, our friend there. I'll, I'll give you just a moment. I just want to, like, just open the door and just, just barely, barely step inside. I'm, I'm not really making myself comfortable. In fact, I'm kind of checking the corners a little bit to see if Jericho's in there. Okay. Um, he says, well, I do not believe Jericho is in here. Tell me, where is your cat friend, Derman? He's outside poking around at something, I'm sure, in the other room. Lots to poke around at in here. It's a large place, you see. I want to hmm. uh, get, like, in the doorway and kind of block it in case there's any more of that door slamming shenanigans going on. What was that stealth roll that you did earlier? Uh, 20. When you go to step in the door, he says, Ah, Reginald, it seems there he is. Coming in the door there. Jericho, Reginald seems to have been missing you. You can stop hiding, I can see you. Is it dark in here? <laughs> <laughs> it's not dark, he's got some lanterns. <laughs> oh, man. That go. seems like some BS. But okay. It was not, I promise you. You did not beat in his a, passive perception score. In a shocked, just like theatrically shocked. Just, yeah, I just, what, Jericho, they, there you are right there. Thank, thank you, uh, thank you for, for helping. And Welcome finding, to Tank Talk. Can't, can't tell you how happy I am. Jericho, now, Reg how would you get Reginald. Right. Shot it. All right. <laughs> uh, thank you for following, JamJam2431. Um, what say the three of us go and find your friend, Derman? Right. I want to look around in here. See if you got, like, a camera or something. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, so... A nat 20 to look around. Oh! All right, so just to let you... I mean, he's an elf, too, so I don't know if you know anything about elves and their ability to see in the dark, so I promise you, I'm not playing tricks on you. Um, looking around in this room, besides what I told you, um, what'd you roll? Nat 20. A secret door is set into the north end of the west wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it can be pulled open. It can be pulled open. You believe that you could pull it open. <laughs> pull it open. 
Well, um, I'll raise your finding me standing in your open doorway and raise you a, you have a secret door leading out of your office in the corner. What? If you've made it this far, in every corner. if you've made it this far, I'm sure you've seen no shortage of secret passageways. I'm almost certain you probably took a secret passageway to get here. But never mind, I suppose that I could kill you both here and go kill Derman after this. Roll initiative. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Roll initiative! Derman, Derman, I'm picturing you said you were in room 71, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not that far, though. Can I not hear what's going on? Um... I mean, they closed. They were behind a closed door, so I'd say probably not. Okay, I didn't know they closed it. Okay. Yeah. Cause, I got a two. Because Reginald peeked in and stepped inside, and then Jericho came in. I think so. I'll picture the door was closed. So let's see. Dermal. Rage. Jericho. And then Rahadin. Wait, Jericho's in the room. Or he's in the doorway. Yeah, I gotta move it around. Sorry, I'm just getting my, my stuff situated. So good, so good. Jericho's... Oh, you can move it. Yep. Jericho's here. Derman's over here. Now, we'll do five-foot squares, so you don't have a whole lot of moving to do to get everybody, you know, where they need to be. So, there you go. Um, all right, let's roll some initiative. Two. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. I was hoping for more also. <laughs> no, I just looked at his stats. <laughs> no, I'm really hoping for oh, more. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. Alright. Be like demigod next to his name or something. No, he doesn't have demigod next to his name. Um armor. We'll picture the armor. We need to write the armor is over here next to uh this may be a get halfway done and finish combat next time, but we'll see. Yeah, it's nine forty five. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go to bed soon. Me too. Me too. But we'll have to we'll have to do it halfway back. I'll take a screenshot of this and since this is, uh, you chuckled at his stats, yeah. do we want to just set up combat and <laughs> tackle this fresh? Now let's get yeah. started and see how it goes. Okay. If you don't mind. Alright. Alright, I need everybody's initiative rolls, please. Besides, uh, besides Reginald, that's a number two. I got a 19. Okay. No, 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 no. I got a 21. Okay. When I became a swashbuckler, I add two to my um, initiative roll now. Perfect. And Rusa rolled a 20. Congratulations. They may need some help. Who knows? Also, anybody who's been watching watching this stream, thank you so much. We've had we've had people be in here, so I, I like the sound of that. Hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Um, sorry, what was uh, the armor's roll? Uh, the armor rolled a 14. And what'd you roll, Dermon? 19. Okay, cool. Um, oh, I also rolled a... Nope, I remember I got a 21 now. Yep. Um, Keith, you may want to give a shout-out to uh, Jam Jam. 
Yeah. He was the guy. He was my friend that joined the stream when you were doing uh, Half-Life Alex. Oh, okay. He said he sent the link to all of his friends for this one, and he said to open it up and check it out. Oh, oh, great. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it, Jam Jam. Thanks for being here. Appreciate the follow, by the way, uh, as well. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> Reginald is last. All right, Jericho, you're first in this in this bad boy, so here we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name again? Rahadin. Yeah, Rahadin. Uh, Rahadin, are you sure you want to do this? Oh, I'm sure. All right. You were so helpful earlier. Okay. That's, uh... Oh, wait. I I'm going to uh, approach him. Actually, um... Are you going to make me roll if I want to jump on top of the desk to hit him? Uh, I'm not going to make you roll the... Or... No, you can go across the desk. That's not a big deal. But real quick, as Rahadin stands up to attack you, um, and all this combat begins to fight, or begins to happen... You and Jericho, are you and Reginald being close within, you know, a certain distance of him inside your minds, or at least maybe not even you don't know if it's inside your minds, but all you know is that you hear the screams of thousands of thousands of people. It's not hindering you, but the screams of thousands of people are in your ears right now at a, at a relatively low volume. And you can only assume that it's coming from this Rahadin figure. That's disappointing. Normal day for Reginald. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, if it's not hindering me, I'm gonna assume it's some kind of a magical effect. I'm still gonna trudge on. Perfect. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna retreat until I have to. Sounds good. Um. So yeah, hopping up on top of the desk. That is a twenty-three to hit. Okay. Uh, that will, that will hit. Cool. That's a plus four is 12 damage on the first hit. Okay. And next attack. Uh, I rolled a, the same thing again, so I assume it still hits. Yep, it still hits. Also, now that a hit has occurred, uh, Derman, you hear the clang of it, and you know that something's going on in that room. Uh, 14 on the second hit. Okay. I'm gonna roll the hit again. Sounds good. Uh... 21 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. That's a uh, 5 damage. Alright, 5 damage on the last one. I love I love the multiple hits because it just looks so cool in my mind. Like you jump over there and you like swing, 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 you know, slash him three times. Um, but you do, you hit it, you slash into his armor three times and you can, you you reveal some of his skin flesh and his blood is bleeding uh, as you slash on him jumping onto the desk to get him. I think technically as a bonus action I can fire my crossbow at him. Okay. But I don't know. And I definitely can't reload it. Gotcha. If it's a bonus action, let it rip. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. But you're within close range so you'll have disadvantage. 
Oh yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna save it for later. All right. <laughs> Sounds um, good. And now I'm gonna jump back off the desk using. Oh, I'll use my bonus action uh, as the swashbuckler. I can disengage as a bonus action. Cool. So he is unable to opportunity attack you. Correct. Cool. 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 All right, he hot you hot he uh you hot back and he says, "Hmm, I want to go back." Impressive. Through. Where? I want to go back through the door into the square right behind the door. All right, you hop through the door, leaving Reginald on the other side, and you're in the square behind the door. Mm. Do you shut it back? No, no. Okay. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stand in the door so that I can kind of again with the. Uh, wind slamming doors shut i'm gonna hold it open Damn, okay shut it back that would add insult to injury right there <laughs> all right reginald handle this <laughs> <laughs> you got this man you okay bye <laughs> okay um sorry let me uh i believe in you slam all right it is now his turn and he says I believe more. pity reginald your friend has run away and he cro- he you know does a Bo Duke slide across the desk right in front of you, Reginald, and he is going to attack with a little bit of a multi-attack action. For that brief moment, I I am rather impressed. Does a twenty-five hit? Oh yeah. What about a twenty-seven? <laughs> no, Ooh. actually, on that one, completely whips okay, that one. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. They're going to hit. The fir- oh, well, you lucked out on damage roll. He rolled a roll- well, one both times, which means he only does seven damage on a- each of those hits. All right, so it's 14 total damage? 14 total damage. He slashes you twice. He jump- He slides across the desk, slashing you across an arm, and then as his blade comes down, also slicing you in the, in the belly as well, um, you know, cutting shallowly into your skin. Um, and as a bonus action, he is now within 10 feet of the two of you. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll a wisdom saving throw, please. Ooh, that is not my strong suit. I also need to do this. You do. That's a whole four. That's a... I have not a lot of wise dumb. That's a 20 unnatural. All right, you save um, Jericho, so you're going to take 12 damage Uh, and 12 psychic psychic damage, and Reginald, you're going to take 24 psychic damage. The screen, as he gets closer to you, you can see his eyes kind of glow black as he stares at you, and as that happens, uh, the screams in your head become louder and louder to the point that your brain is being crushed by these screams, and it causes you damage. Wait. That's a no good. Do you hear the sounds of all the life I've taken? As he slashes you. Yeah, I can imagine, like, uh, Reginald was kind of in awe at the whole, like, you know, slide across the desk, sweet move. That's awesome. Yeah. Wish I could do that. Ouch, I got stabbed in my armpit <laughs> and a little bit in my gut. And then now I got a headache. So I am just like... <laughs> Arms wrapped around the head, like holy crap! What's going yep. on? You're hurting, um, Derman. It is now your turn. Hmm? What you got for me? Your turn. Well, um, I'm 
still in the midst of investigating, so I'm just going to look around the room. Oh, no, I let you know earlier that you could hear that the kerfuffle has begun. Okay. Uh, well, then I'm going to head that way. Yeah, fif and, uh, 15 feet away from you, or even really kind of less, Jericho has swung this door open and is now standing in the doorway as you just heard Reginald like get sliced up a little bit. Reginald's trying not to scream like a little ninny. Okay, well, I'm going to pull out over Reliable and uh, get into a ways where I can cast um, Guiding Bolt. Okay, so you're going to move over here? Yeah, I hope uh, let's see. Range spell attack. Okay. Oh, you do have two of your buddies in between. I don't know if that's gonna. It seems like a range spell attack, so that might make things difficult. It is okay. guiding bolt. So, do I have. Disadvantage on the attack rolls? Um, I'm going to give him like quarter cover, so I think that just increases his AC by two. Uh, behind my big head. Uh, yeah, okay. You, can all, you, you guys in chat can always tell me if I'm wrong. I may choose not to not to act on that, but of course you can tell me. Uh, do a 24 hit him? A 24 will hit him, yes sir, no matter Ooh. AC increase or not. Uh, he's going to take 16 radiant damage. Okay. 16 radiant. Um, and now he's glowing. So before the end of my next turn, one attack has um, advantage. Okay, cool. And then that will end my turn. What will you command your armor to do? Yeah, I will command the armor to run up and punch it at him. Uh, All right. Punch at him twice. So Reginald and Jericho, a uh, suit of armor. Your suit of armor comes stomping past you, running with his fists up, ready to fight. It shoves past the two of you to swing at Rahadin. Um, does a 15 and a 17 hit? Neither of those will hit. So he punches twice. And both times Rahadin takes his scimitar and ping, ping, swats the fist aside. The armor looks disappointed and slightly confused. Well, you, you guys think we can squeeze in one more round? Let's do it. Um, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, is he still... He, he just has dark vision, right? As far as I can tell? Yeah. He's an elf, he so... Me, he just saw me because he had good perception, correct? Correct. Okay. We could high perception. I can, I can hide as a bonus action, so because I'm still technically invisible, I can still hide again gotcha he can he can lose track of me sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, <clears throat> keith i should have rolled one of those attacks with advantage oh yeah go back and let's redo those attacks and we're right here I didn't even think about it. uh will an 18 hit yes 18 will hit oh, so roll some punchy damage on him oh that's the wrong button hold on uh what can he do what is it uh so a, a little bit surprised will retcon that the armor came in. A little bit surprised that the animated armor came rushing in. Uh, Rahadin a little bit 
you know, he drops his mouth a little bit. What's going on here? And then the armor p- just socks him one good time in the jaw. The next one, Rahadin's able to block, but the first one, he does make contact. Uh, four damage, and then Rahadin is no longer glowy. Okay. <laughs> Punched his lights out. <laughs> Sing. Dingo. All right, do you, we got, you think we got four minutes to do another round? You think we can handle it? I haven't done anything um, yet. Oh wait, never mind. Of course, it's Reginald's turn. Let's finish. We'll finish on Reginald. All right. So I take my staff that was broken and has now been reforged. No. No. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I'm going from from like defensive position. I'm just. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm sure. Pissed. I thought this was a cool guy. Not so much anymore. All right. So I'm going in with a great axe. Swing it. It's a fifteen to hit on the first one. That will not hit, sadly. 19 to hit on the second one? The second one will hit. Will hit. All right. Damage is 17 on that bad boy. Perfect. All right. And I am going to... I'm going to use my bonus action to try to grapple this bad boy. All right. Tavern Brawler. Tavern Brawler. Okay, so wait. Remind me of the damage on that one. I was trying to make preparations for next time easier. What was the damage? Uh, 17 damage. All right. 17 damage. You guys are hurting this man. Um, all right, Tavern Brawler. You've hit with your an attack, so remind me of how Tavern, Bra- Tavern Brawler works. How does a grapple work? Um, this is this bonus action. I can attempt to uh, grapple the target. So. Okay. Um, I think that would be like a like just a strength check. Um, how do I grapple? Whenever you make a melee attack, you can choose to try and grapple a dude instead. You need at least one free hand to do this. You got a free hand? I'm just going to drop my axe. Okay. Um, there we go. Uh, like, you know what? I, I could kind of see it on that last one. I like just you know, like hit it and it like embedded in his armor or something. And I'm just letting it stay right there. I'm hang, I'm, I'm trying to grapple this bad boy. All right. So they're going to try to get out of your way. So he's good at dexterity. So he's going to try to like wiggle out of your grasp instead of, instead of, uh, or, you know, dodge this instead of forcing his way through it. Um, so he's going to roll a dexterity save and you're going to roll a strength, um, you know, strength challenge against him. Just a straight up strength. Uh, you know, add your modifiers for a strength thing. So I guess that's you... a Bryce is looking at it with me. It's a nat twenty plus five. Well, perfect. He is succeed. Hey. You are successful at grappling him. Uh, a grapple creature speed becomes zero, and it cannot benefit any bonus to its speed. Um, he so he can't go anywhere. He can still try to attack you, but he can't move until he get tries to get he tries to get out. Nice and uh. I'm just I'm hanging on to this guy. I I, I kind of see it. I've just got him in like the giant bear hug kind of thing going on, and uh, I want to call out to everybody else. Take him out, boys! Perfect. All right. So let me uh, let me make a note. 
He is grappled, but that is going to be the end of tonight's episode of Dungeon Boys. I want to thank everybody for hanging out. If you're listening to the podcast version of this show, we love you. We appreciate you. We hope you're still enjoying it. If you want to tell us how much you enjoy it, send us an email at uh, tankmediagames at gmail.com. If you would like to follow me on Twitter to keep track of the show and different things I post, that's uh, at at tank media games there's also an instagram for at tank media games so if you want to follow us on any of those things and you can also find on any of those profiles a link tree to see all the pertinent links for tank media games um eventually we'll get all these boys on social media but we got to have a reason for them to be there so if you want to follow us do that um but yeah we hope you can write a review if you really enjoy the show please do write a review for us i'm sure that will help us be seen and heard by other folks Uh, It doesn't take but a minute to sit down and write a review if you're on iTunes or wherever else you can review. So we really appreciate that. Imrusa has double followed, so we thank you. But to our podcast listeners, we thank you so much, and we hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, There will be a few more Strahds left. Well, it depends on what what they get into. We'll see how they handle Rahadin as well. And um, yeah, guys, you good? Yeah, I think we're good. All right, well, we will see you next time. Please remember that we love you very much. Bye. Toodles. Later.